0: Another digital citizen. Another
1: digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen.
2: Another digital citizen.
0: welcome to another digital citizen my name is uh, fro with me i have luke, pew, 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 luke.
2: hi fro hi everybody and pew 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 church mm-hmm. pew <laughs> church pew what is that it's like those big benches they have at churches. it's called a pew really i didn't
0: know that oh you didn't oh okay
2: yeah no, no at
0: least that's what they're called here and, like, you mean those long benches they have in, yeah. like... and most of them yeah. have,
2: like, the little pockets on the back for your Bible and everything like that, you know? Right. Yeah, that's cool. I've always, growing up, called him a church pew, which,
0: yeah. Huh. Welcome to Things I Didn't Know. <laughs> <laughs> a new podcast with me, Luke. The atheist tells that's... the former Christian about, about church pews. <laughs> yes. It, it is... Uh, I I think I know why because like in the Mormon Church we always had uh, shares. Oh
2: okay, yeah. They yeah, right. it's more of like a Catholic and Christian thing. Yeah, for sure.
0: Right. I I was never high into the Catholic Church. I was in the Catholic Church once.
2: My grandma was a Catholic school teacher, so yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. She was a very uh-huh. strict lady,
0: but did you use the Spanish uh, thing on your hand? No, no, no. She was nice. Yeah. You... Okay. You know what I'm talking about? The Spanish is it
2: called a Spanish cane? Oh, I don't know. I was thinking of the cat of nine tails, like the thing from. Uh the Dan Brown what? novel where the guy smacks himself in the back
0: with the Oh yeah 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 right no I'm I'm talking about a uh, um, a stick um uh the stick is uh pretty long and it has a bow uh bow or uh whatever you call it on the end of it and it's uh, mainly made of bamboo Oh, really? I think here
2: in America, like, stereotypically, if you were to watch a movie about, like, an old Catholic school from, like, the early 1900s, it would probably be, like, a ruler or a yardstick, you know, that they would smack your right. hand with. Yeah. Yeah. That is not a thing that happens here anymore, obviously, but back in the day, that probably would have been what it was. Hmm.
0: Yeah, welcome to another digital Christian, everybody. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk all about Christian things this podcast. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, Yeah, how was your week, my Christian brother? You seem like it
2: flew by. I mean, having the debates on Friday and then having uh, the primary yesterday, and I just Mm -hmm. did a lot of work in between, so...
0: Uh, yeah, this week flew by for me. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah. I had a hectic week, uh, to say it mildly. Uh, there was a debate? Really? I didn't see that.
2: (laughs) I did. I did. You did see the debate, (laughs) yeah. Uh, it's almost kind of, like, silly to even talk about since we've had a primary in between then and now, but this is going to happen quite a bit, uh, going forward. We have two more debates here in February, uh or at least one more debate in February, I know that. So, uh, I'm sure in between that debate we're going to have a primary or a caucus or something, but let's go through this debate really mm-hmm. fast. We're going to do this a little faster than normal, because we got a lot of stuff to cover today.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, we have nothing to talk about this week. Absolutely nothing. Right.
2: Uh, and not just in the news, we just have a lot to cover on the show in general, I think. Oof. Uh, I guess the place we should start is Andrew Yang, and we should really start because Andrew Yang has dropped out of the race. Uh, Andrew Yang no longer
0: in the race. What do you think about that? uh, It makes me a little sad. He was the one in the middle that kind of I liked the most. I think he said a lot of important
2: things that nobody
0: else was saying, like
2: uh, Trump isn't the source of all the problems, so he's he's a symptom of the right. problem. He was the one that start was the first one I heard say that. Uh, the whole automate everything about automation, he's the only one talking about those kind of things. I thought he did good in this debate, what did you think?
0: Uh, yeah, I thought he, he was uh, on my winner list, uh, most definitely. But uh, I just have to say, right away, this was the worst debate, so, so far. Not... Not because it was, like, talking over and things like that. Uh, there was one person that did that all the fucking time. But we will talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I think mainly because it was just really, really, really boring.
2: Uh, I thought there were uh, interesting parts. But, yeah, it was pretty boring. But I thought as far as ABC, the network that ran the debate it felt more fair than the last debate i'll say that much mm-hmm. oh yeah 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 like, I, I think um, abc um, did a better job than that cnn lesson, yeah.
0: yeah oh yeah no i agree to that i i just think i just think we are at the point where everybody is so in um in election modus that they kind of uh, they, they, they almost do it automatically. So it sounds like very, uh, like more, more we have the, those debates, the more rehearsed it sounds, if you get my point.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah. So Yang, do you understand what I mean? Uh, yeah. Uh, Yang, hmm? I guess, uh, dropping out, like we said, uh, so we're not going to see him anymore on the debate stage. Uh. Let's go, Steyer, next, I guess. You mean the interrupter of the week? He really did uh, just (laughs) decide I'm just going to talk when I want to talk, and I don't care what anybody has to say about it. I don't care about the rules. I don't like nobody seemed to stop him or anything like that. There were rumors he was going to drop out as well, Fro, but uh, Mm -hmm. I'm reading this morning. Uh, quote from Tom Steyer. I'm dro- I'm not dropping out. That that is ridiculous. So Tom Steyer not dropping out. There are rumors. He has about the it.
0: money to. Yeah, I mean, he has the money to keep on. So.
2: Right. Um. I don't know. He seems like uh, from this debate, he just feels like the biggest mark, like wrestling mark <laughs> for yes. the other candidates. Like he's not. He's just like a fan boy up
0: there. You know what I mean? <laughs> I totally get what you mean. It's a little like sign guy would be in the middle of the wrestling match.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. And but he's not really doing anything, he's just cheering on the other people right. from like the side. Yeah. Got you! <laughs> uh, no. I guess this is I'll go into something that ABC did that was bad. The the one guy's like he asks uh, Bernie uh, what will you do if Trump calls you a socialist? Bernie says, well, Trump lies all the time. And I thought it was a really good answer from him saying, you can, uh, Trump can call me whatever he wants. He's a huge liar. Nobody's going to believe him. Right. And then ABC turns right. to everybody and goes, who else thinks socialism is bad?
0: Basically, was the question. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Let's turn around on how bad, bad socialism is. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree.
2: <laughs> uh, let's go, uh, Klobuchar next. What do you think about Klobuchar? Um,
0: do you know what? I have given her, uh, a lot of grievance before. And I, I think she did one of her best debates this time.
2: I thought she did fairly well. Um, I definitely, I had her tied in the winner's bracket with Yang. Uh, but we'll get to mm-hmm. the, our winners and losers at the end. Uh, she at one point almost cried about Mitt Romney's vote in the... against Trump. uh, Mm -hmm. Which I think we talked about the other week, this whole idea of, like, the Democrats lionizing these Republicans and warmongers. It's like, what are we doing here, people? Um, Let's go... Booty Judge next, I guess. We're already there.
0: Um... Uh, I find it very I, I since we're kind of talking about the primaries in in this I find it weird how much votes he gets to be so freaking boring I can't I, I just I I, I, I just I don't really understand what people see, see in him, and especially this debate. I, 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 I felt he was very, like... Like, I, I've said uh, before that he feels a little like a, a robot. Well, I'll explain why I think
2: the, vo- the votes he got when we get to that, when we talk about the primary. We'll do that at the end of the news, just to let people know. Uh... In the debate, uh, he finally got pressed by the moderators, which he has no ne- I don't think in right. a debate he's ever really been pressed like this, no. where uh, he she asked him a question, he does his platitudes, which he does, <laughs> he did his, oh, uh, we gotta lift up the country and put it on a pe- pedestal and pet it with a brush and give it a treat, or whatever his platitudes <laughs> that Pete does. You know what I mean? Like, that's what his... His talking points never mean anything. Yeah. No, no, no. And she goes, "Uh, yeah, but could you answer the question? And he just looked like the most confused person. Like, wait, are you questioning me right now? I'm Pete Buttigieg. He had this look on his face that was just like, uh, totally confused that she would ask him a a follow-up question. I just don't think he's used to being pressed by the media, uh, which you should probably be if you're going to run for president. Um... Let's go Warren
0: next. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think she was on the uh, attack this time. I, I think uh, I said this before. I think she is listening more and more to people outside of her, her own. Like, I think she, she listens more and more to political person and less to herself. And I've definitely felt this this uh, this time. Uh, she was very like, uh, "Oh, I love to say when she becomes president, like she's she she was hitting very hard on the women thing this time as well."
2: She definitely has changed strategy for like she's gone yeah. through
0: three different
2: versions of being Elizabeth Warren. There was the I'm right. just like Bernie Elizabeth Warren. There was like this. <laughs> Uh, moderate centrist. Uh, I'm kind of like uh, Joe Biden light or Hillary Clinton light, uh, Warren. And now there's this new Warren, which is like this. I'm the unity, uh, women's rights candidate. And it, what? I don't know. It's it seems disingenuous in the sense that uh, she. It makes her look kind of. I was gonna say two-faced, but three-faced. You know what I mean? Like she has three different faces, and people don't know really who the real Elizabeth Warren is. I think that's why she's falling off in the in the uh, the primary and in the numbers as far as the polling goes. Because uh, she's definitely sure. falling off right now. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it when we get to New Hampshire, but right.
0: No, but I I think that's the, I think that's the main reason. I mean, because. You, it seems like her message is getting more and more muffled. Yeah, I thought in this debate she fell
2: in the background and really didn't yeah. stand out compared to uh, other people. Uh, what about Joe Biden?
0: Sleepy Joe? Uh, no, it was nice to see him hug Bernie Sanders. Other than that, I don't really have anything positive to say. That was probably the best part of the night because the
2: – the ABC moderator, <laughs> might not have, she might not have been for ABC, the moderator right. uh, asked Bernie, uh, asked a question about Bernie again, just like they did in the last debate, but instead of going right. to Bernie, they go to Klobuchar for an answer, it's,
3: uh,
2: mm-hmm. hey, uh, oh, it was about Hillary Clinton again. Hillary Clinton right. uh, says you can't, uh, Bernie Sanders doesn't work well with other senators or something to that effect. Right. Amy Klobuchar, do you think Bernie Sanders can work well with other senators? And the crowd laughs, and Amy laughs, and everybody laughs because they realize, right. are you trying this again? Didn't you realize how much trouble they got in last time for trying this
0: bullshit questioning tactic? Right. And uh, but he, she, she answered very good. Right. I think her answer was amazing.
2: Yeah, Klobuchar says, I, uh, I really like Bernie, I think, and Joe right. Biden comes over and gives him a hug. It was a hug like... <laughs> we know what's going on we're on your side like yeah. I, I felt yeah. another thing that was happening in this debate is that pete Buttigieg, like they the three biden klobuchar and bernie uh and maybe actually elizabeth warren as well seemed to all be like Buttigieg is not in our club he is right. he is off by himself now he can go do his own thing he we're all united P. Buttigieg is over there uh, doing his own thing, and it I, it felt that way to me. Did you feel that?
0: No, I totally, uh, I totally agree. I, I I think, I think they are ostracizing uh, him a little, but I think that's. Uh, I think there's two reasons uh, for that. I think it's because he's getting the vote. and and also he's not really a Democrat. I mean, who Buttigieg?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he calls himself a Democrat, right? But he's, uh... No, he's not. He's Republican light, if anything, right? Right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh... Like. Yeah, I think we even talked about this last week, It's uh, when I was saying, what if Mitch McConnell becomes a Democrat? Am I supposed to vote for her, him? <laughs> it's right, right. not necessarily yeah, right. how I feel about Booty Judge completely, but a little bit, but more about Michael Bloomberg. Like, if Bloomberg becomes the right. nominee... He's literally was yeah. a Republican, racist Republican. Am I supposed to vote for that guy? I'm. I will not be voting for Michael Bloomberg if he becomes the nominee. I'm just telling everybody now. <laughs> so get ready to be Bye. mad at me for voting for whoever the Green Party is if Bloomberg becomes uh, nominee.
0: Uh, Upfront about that. Talking about that, who who is the nominee for the Green Party? I I really don't
2: know. I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, oh. we didn't do bernie yet though well, i guess we kind of talked about bernie but bernie definitely won the right. debate i thought oh definitely uh he was good yeah he was on, he was definitely on the defensive after iowa uh yep i feel like a lot of i think a lot of the uh a lot of people who tuned in wanted to hear something about iowa and they were no questions mm-hmm. about hey what how do you feel about what happened in the process, this or that, that should right. have been the talking point that was brought up, but because the mainstream media wants to act like that's over and done with, and uh, it, there was a hundred percent results, the, they couldn't ask that question, even though no no real news source thinks that Iowa is a legitimate, uh, the, was a legitimate count. The AP Associated right. Press has come out and said, we're not willing to make a judgment call on who won, the New York Times came out and said we're not willing to make a judgment call on who, uh, who won. And they both cited that there were errors in counting. So, right. Uh, I feel like New Hampshire is basically the actual real first contest. Because Iowa is basically a wash. I would even say we should just get rid of that state because it's not... It, the contest wasn't legitimate, right? I totally agree. I don't know. You probably can't do that, but whatever. Uh, Okay.
0: (laughs) Probably not. Right, I mean... People would be a little mad if you were were just like, no, Iowa, you can't vote. Well,
2: it's not that they couldn't (laughs) vote. It's like, if, if it's so screwed up, you can't decide who... Like, what, if, what numbers are real and what numbers are not because uh, the counting got so screwed up? It's like, should we just nullify the results and just act like it, you know, didn't happen? Or should we redo it? Or should we recount it? or Yeah, there's a lot of choices here, but they're not doing any of them. The DNC has decided that they're just going to stick with what happened, right? So, uh, oh yeah, Bernie uh, said... Uh, about the whole Hillary situation, that he said, I think it's better to look forward than to look back. Um, basically, saying uh, and and making reference to unity in the sense that uh, everybody's calling for unity. Why is Hillary Clinton doing so so much to try to un- ununify the party? All right, winners and losers. Uh,
0: okay. Um, what should we do first? Losers. Yep. Uh, my number one loser is the interrupter of the interrupters. Uh, I think I think uh, Joe as my second, and I don't know who my third would be. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Let me think while you say say yours. Uh,
2: my number three. Oh, I- I- my number 3 loser I went Joe Biden. My number 2 loser I did Elizabeth Warren. Uh my number yeah. 1 loser was Buttigieg, Judge cuz he basically was attacked and uh didn't have answers from attacks from both the moderators and the other candidates.
0: Right. I think I would go with Buttigieg Judge as my number 3. I think so. Yeah. All right, winners? At first, definitely Bernie. Uh second I think uh, I, uh, ooh, I I think it's a tie between uh Yang and Cloboshark. And, <laughs> and your number three? Uh the worst uh no best, I mean. Uh I who's left then? <laughs> uh, I don't think you said Elizabeth
2: Warren yet. Uh, Yeah, Warren. Uh, yeah. You you might have said Elizabeth Warren. I actually have no idea. Um, my number one was obviously Bernie. I went number two, Steyer. Uh, you took points off for him talking over people, but I thought him, he was able to actually talk, uh, which it seemed like they were trying to avoid letting him talk. And I thought he made a lot of good points, uh... He was, I, I just thought he was on the attack and he looked good on the attack. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. And then I actually had Yang and Klobuchar tied at number three. But since Yang is no longer in the race, we'll just call it Klobuchar. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's fair. <laughs> awesome. 20 minutes. Yeah. That probably took us 15 minutes. Shortest debate coverage ever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hey, uh, it's been a long time since we have talked about Jeffrey Epstein. No, it isn't. Uh, But, uh, yeah, there's something about a mystery bank that came alive. Alive, you say? uh, After he he died. Tell me about this.
2: Right. uh, In the years after Epstein uh, was registered as a sex offender, meaning the first time he was arrested, remember... Uh, Not the second time. Uh, He closed his money management firm and started a business to develop algorithms and to mine DNA and financial databases. Then he set up a bank. Uh, Epstein described himself as one of the investing world's pioneers and said he wanted to pursue the dynamic discipline of international banking. Officials in the Virgin Islands, uh, uh, where Epstein set up most of his businesses, approved a license for him in 2014 to run one of the territory's first international banking entities. Okay? Uh, and yet, after Epstein's death, the estate transferred more than $12 million to Southern Country, according to court documents. Uh, Southern Country is the bank he... A lawyer for Epstein told officials the Virgin Islands in 2018 that Southern Country had not commenced operations, though. Uh, On Tuesday, at a court hearing in the Virgin Islands on a motion involving the Epstein estate, uh, the judge questioned the estate's lawyers about the transfer of the Southern... uh, Oh, the transfer to Southern Country, saying the disclosure was not satisfactory. The judge said she did not know why Southern Country would be receiving checks... From the estate, there is no explanation for it," she said. A lawyer for the estate responded that some of the payment was made in error, but the judge was not satisfied with this response. Mm. So there's a secret bank he has in the Virgin Islands, uh, and his estate is sending millions of dollars to this bank, mm. uh, and that it's you know it's in a tax haven and everything. And that money could then be going anywhere because they could be being uh, laundered. Is the thing? If you know anything about tax havens, and then right. this brings into the question: Is Jeffrey Epstein still alive? <laughs> and is this money right. for him and wherever he is?
0: <clears throat> right. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the same time uh, I think it's uh, I, t- I don't know um, I, I know some of our listeners like it when we take our conspiracy hat on so I will do that now um, I, think, I think this could be uh, a proof that he is still alive question mark I mean it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like the state would have any other reasons to put it there other than maybe people in the state having um like uh, things in uh, like i don't know who 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 gets his money now now that he's dead i'm going to say in yeah that i don't know who, who gets his money really like does he did he have a uh A will? Uh, Yes, I would assume so.
2: I mean, uh, right. Some if you're that rich, uh, you're gonna have a
0: will because your lawyer lawyers are gonna force you to. You know what I mean? Uh, Right. So, so maybe it's people in the will that's trying to uh, hide it in there those tax havens in case of. Um, there being some Except cases so, against...
2: Action. The problem is they're in court and everything right now, and it's super obvious if you do that to the to the judge, right. when right now the whole thing is there's uh, court cases uh, against the estate from the victims, right. uh, and that money, it could be uh, the victim's money if those court cases go through. Therefore, right. them sending this money away, it, it seems, at least if I was the judge, would go... Wait, you're. What are you doing? You can't just send the money away that we were gonna give to the right. plaintiffs. Yeah. Right. Another I, uh, conspiracy theory that I've seen floating around is the idea that uh, maybe the family is being black blackmailed by Ghislaine Maxwell.
0: Right. Could also be. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, it just this adds this adds to the whole crazy story of this whole Jeff Epstein thing. It just twelve million dollars to just be sent. To a secret tax haven that he happens to have set up a international bank in, it's a little, it's a little suspect.
0: A little, just a little though.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a teeny teeny, 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 tiny little, maybe. No, but I, 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 I kind of, I, I kind of, yeah. I, I like liked, I like the thought of him being alive. I mean, I like that better than. Him being murdered, so again, who knows? Yeah, who knows?
2: Uh, (laughs) high court uh, in Australia rules that Aboriginal Aborigines are not aliens under the constitution and cannot be deported. Mm -hmm. You see, this from the Australian government has released an Aboriginal man from immigration detention after a high court case decided. Aboriginal Australians are not aliens for the purposes of the Constitution and can't be deported. Tuesday afternoon, right. uh, immigration minister said <laughs> the government is still reviewing the decision, but in light of the court's ruling, uh, Mr. Thomas was this morning released from the detention center. The case is a major defeat for deportation powers, Home Affairs Department, and significant development in the rights of Indigenous Australians. In a four to three split decision, the high court ruled that Aboriginal people living with sufficient connection to traditional societies cannot be aliens, giving them special status in the Australian constitutional law, likely to have ramifications far beyond existing native title law. So what happened here is uh, people were trying to say that native... Aboriginal Australians, because they're not, uh, what's it, what's the word for it? <coughs> Excuse me. Because they're not, uh, in the immigration system, I guess, because they didn't come over, like they were already there. People were trying right. to kick them out because they didn't, uh, have what, what's the word for it? When you have re- residency or whatever. Right which is ridiculous because they were there first, right? Mm-hmm. Like it should be, the other people should be the ones trying to get residency, not the ones that were there before you. <laughs> right.
0: No, I think this, uh, uh, this makes sense. I think this is a good thing. Uh, and also, like I said, it is a significant development in the rights of uh, people that lived there in the first place. It's a little like Norway would like deport the Sami people. Yeah, exactly. Or if yeah. we were to deport Native American people.
2: Right, exactly. It's right. ridiculous. Uh, it says here, uh, The majority recognize a new category of the belonger, somebody who is neither an alien nor a citizen, who owes allegiance to and are owed protection by the crown. Uh, yeah. Right. Because they're still in the commonwealth, I suppose. Right, right, right. As long as that's still still a thing. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Uh, But yeah, this uh, interesting uh, whole new category they're creating called the a Belonger, which is not a citizen nor Mm. uh, an uh, illegally an alien or illegal alien of some type.
0: Hey, let's go to Switzerland, Switzerland, because Swiss uh, voters approve ban on anti-gay discriminations. Um, uh, Swiss voters on Sunday approved a referendum to ban anti-gay discrimination in a landslide 63% uh, to 37% uh, reaffirming an anti-discrimination law approved by the Swiss Federal Assembly in 2018. The reaffirmed law make it illegally to uh, publicly uh, denigrate, uh, di- disintegrate, or stir up hatred based on a person's sexual orientation. The 2018 bill, where uh, ha- ha- was an extension of a law passed in 2000, uh, no, in 1995, uh, five that banned uh, the uh, gravitation, discrimination, and hate speech on the basis of. Race and religion with politi- uh, pol- uh, potential fines and prison sentence for uh, violations. The new law does uh, not ban gender identity discrimination. So this is a good day.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm a little confused as to why the whole gender identity thing wasn't included in this law, but I guess maybe it's a little, just right. a little too. It's still a little too um, confusing fresh. to people. Yeah, yeah. fresh. Uh, a yeah. little too hard to make laws about and not, uh, what, nailed down enough for at <laughs> least the Swiss government.
0: Uh, right. And, and we don't have this in the news, but it also follows uh, Ireland's uh, vote this week. Uh, uh, Ireland finally said yes to gay marriage. Oh, really? I thought that had already happened in Ireland a while ago. No, oh, no, okay. no.
2: no. It was this week. This oh, week. so maybe they passed the law a while ago and this week it actually went into effect? Is that what happened? Right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Because
0: I remember yes, covering no, so, that, that,
2: that when it actually happened, I think.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, no, I, saw, uh, I saw someone. I think I... No, I talked to Trum about it, I think. Uh, he said... Uh, something about it this week.
2: Uh, In the debate, I thought it was interesting. I think it was Andrew Yang? Let me double-check that. Uh, yeah. Yes, Andrew Yang made a point at one... during one uh, question where he was saying, uh, you can't fix racism with uh, fines and laws. Like, uh, arresting somebody for racism isn't going to make them not racist, right? Right. And, I mean, it's good, but at the same time, uh, it doesn't necessarily fix the base root of the problem, which is mostly education uh, about other cultures and things like that.
0: Yeah, it's the whole thing, the whole uh, discussion about is hate speech free speech, and, and we will not even touch that with, a for, with Paul right now. But uh, talking about uh, people that said they have been discriminated against, actors, uh, Jesse Smollett, I, I don't know if you have heard about him, Look, uh, He faces six new charges in Chicago. Jesse Smollett
2: was indicted Tuesday for the second time on charges of lying to police about racist and anti-gay attacks attack he allegedly staged on himself in downtown Chicago, renewing a divisive criminal case that drew worldwide attention last year. Indictments came from a special prosecutor who was appointed to Cook County. Prosecutors uh, who dropped the charges, the same charges last month. Oh, last March. Not last month, sorry. Uh, This is the first time I'm reading this article, so. Uh, The new charges were sure to reignite many of the tensions that surrounded Smollett a year ago When his claims first emerged, he drew a groundswell of support from fans and gave an emotional television interview about the attack. Uh, Mm -hmm. The case came to reflect the polarized state of political discourse in America. Many Democrats initially called it a shocking instance of a Trump-era racism and hate, while Republicans depicted it as yet another example of liberals rushing to judgment and despairing disparaging the president's supporters as bigots. Uh, Dan Webb said in a statement, uh, the special prosecutor, that Smollett is facing facing six felony counts of disorderly conduct, charges that stem from four separate false reports he gave to the police, in which he contended he was the victim of a hate
0: crime. Yeah. Jesse Smollett, the runner-up for the annual Jeffrey Epstein Memorial, Tournament, Uh tournament, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy to say this. I, I can't, I can't say how happy I am b- about it. I mean, I'm, f- i happy me... that
2: that justice is hopefully going to be done. What I'm not happy about, from yeah. is that it's going to bring back up the divisions and the, you know, the, it's going to reopen right. the wound that was healing. And I don't, I'm I'm fine with this guy getting in trouble because he did something wrong, but I don't, him, he's going to create this whole division, again, of of people, like it was talking about in the article, of the Republican side and the Democratic side, and we already have enough division in this country, I think, uh, so yeah.
0: I tend to agree, Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I I just want him to stand up for what he fucking did, and I, I, I despise that man because he he made so much trouble for absolutely nothing. That's one of the things that gets me irritated is like uh, we, we could have focused on something else other than his fake uh, lynching.
2: Yeah, and it hurt n- not only uh, Democrats, but LBGT cute uh, Q- yeah. people who are fighting for those rights and yep. uh, yep. African Americans who f- fighting for uh, African American rights it, it hurt all those yep. things. He, I mean, it wasn't just that he did something like he lied about no. something to try to make his career better. He was using uh, these political movements to do so, wow. and not only that, uh, the whole idea that uh, of like a two tier justice system where the rich people get off. When he got off, it felt like that. It felt like this rich actor oh, got. The only reason he got off is because he's this rich actor, right? Yeah, no, I
0: couldn't agree more. Uh, Iran talking about let's yeah,
2: fly talk to about stupid things. <laughs> uh, we talked about this in the past. Remember, we had said that Iran was uh, Yes. said during the. It was before the whole Iran uh, Soleimani thing. We did a story right. about how I, uh, Iran. Said in, in the crowd of the protests against the government, they had found these CIA plants, U.S. CIA right. plants. Uh, Iran is upholding a death sentence for a man accused of giving nuclear secrets to the CIA. Uh, the Iran Supreme Court has affirmed a death sentence for a man accused of giving secrets to the country's uh, of the country's nuclear CIA, oh nuclear program to the CIA. A government spoke spokesman announced Tuesday. Uh, Amir Rahimpour Rahimpour uh, yeah. who spied for the CIA and received huge amounts of money and attempted to provide the US intelligence service with part of Iran's nuclear information was tried and has been sentenced to death uh, a spokesman said at a news, news conference in Tehran according to Iran's semi-official semi-official Fars news agency what does semi-official news agency mean <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what I called the new news agency. <laughs> the news agency is called itself semi-official.
2: We're that not we're funny. not really that good, okay? We're like halfway good reporters.
0: <laughs> Semi official news
2: agency. We get stuff wrong a lot, okay? So just don't re- like halfway take us serious. <laughs>
0: Oh, that would be so funny if that was a real news agency. Oh, gosh. Okay, sorry. Yes, no. um. Uh,
2: They said the sentence Hmm. will be carried out soon but did not provide an exact date or any details. Uh, Yeah, I I feel like if this does happen, if... I I mean, the U.S. is not going to retaliate because they're not going to acknowledge the fact even if this guy really was in the CIA that he was in the CIA. So... I don't think it's going to be an issue as far as I like a U.S. Iran thing, but it is building in the tensions between the two countries.
0: So we have ninety-eight percent of the delegates. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> of the election result, uh, ready for New Hampshire. Uh, it was updated a minute ago, so that's what we have. Right. Uh, actually i want to go,
2: for some reason, Marianne Williamson, if you hit more results, yes, 95 people voted for Marianne Williamson. I know. I did see that. She she's, hasn't been in the race forever. There's all these people that people are voting for that haven't even been in the race for like a really long time. Uh, like, w- who, who the fuck is
0: Rogue De La Fanta III that got 12 votes?
2: It could have been. uh, I think you can just. uh, In this specific state, uh, uh, there's not really a lot of rules as to who can run in in the primary. Uh, So I think just random New Hampshireites. Is that what they're called? New Hampshireans? New Hampshireites? Whatever they're called. Sure. Hampshireonians? Yeah, whatever they're called. Um, (laughs) I think they can also, if they wanted to, they could run. And, you know, their friends, like. Could vote for them as a joke, kind of thing, right. if that makes yeah. sense, right? Uh, yeah, but the big numbers here uh, the top three uh, Bernie Sanders at, at one at number one twenty five point seven with 75, uh, 75,800 about votes, uh, Pete Buttigieg at number two, at 24.4 percent, with, 24.4% with 000, uh, 100 votes about. Uh, Amy Klobuchar at number three with 19.8% uh, with 58,500 votes. Uh, so really uh, Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg, one and two. Uh, th- those are the, I mean, because Klobuchar is, you know, 6% behind the the leader She Like those two are pretty yeah. close. They're within a like one point something percent, 1.3%, I guess. She's, she's in a not a distant third but uh, quite a ways from the two leaders and then when you go to fourth and fifth with Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden it's an that's a distant fifth and fourth
0: place <laughs> but I, I just have to find it funny that pat uh, deval patrick got 1258 votes and if you go down to other candidates he got less than other candidates that got 4,421. I think that includes write-in
2: <laughs> votes. So people who wrote in Mickey Mouse yeah. or Bugs Bunny or anything like that, inclu- that's included right. in the other candidates. So, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think the big story to talk about here, uh, besides a Bernie Sanders win, but Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg ended up with the same amount of delegates. Uh, so mm-hmm. in um, the delegate count, because of the bullshit Iowa stuff... Judge uh, nationally, I think, is up by, what, two delegates, which is like nothing, you need thou- like a thousand yeah. something delegates to actually get to the nomination, so right. uh, and in my mind Iowa isn't even a real contest because it was so screwed up uh, and then when you look at those two at the top and you look at the three after that uh, mm. Joe Biden, after doing, uh, Horribly in Iowa, now doing horribly in New Hampshire. Uh, he left New Hampshire without saying, like, without doing a speech or anything fro. He just left before the vote was even complete.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He didn't go yeah, to Nevada, that. which is the next state. He went. He didn't even mm-hmm. go to the next state. He went to the state after that, which I believe is South Carolina. Uh, so right. Joe Biden not in a good position right now. I wouldn't Dude. be surprised if he drops out sometime soon. Um, to try to coalesce some of the support maybe behind a Klobuchar or a judge.
0: The media right now... Harris also got votes, by the way. Who? She's also out. Harris. Kamala Harris also got votes.
2: Right. Uh, I mean, She's this also
0: is, out.
2: Uh, Cory Booker I'm not surprised by because that might have been within the time... Uh, I'm not sure if New Hampshire has mail-in ballots, so if you mail in your ballot. Wow. And then the person drops out in between the time you mail it in and when the actual right. count goes down. Right, that, that could explain it. But Kamala Harris and Marianne Williamson have not been in the in in the running for a while. So that one's just... Mm. Those could have been write-ins, I suppose, as well. These could all be write-ins. Julian Castro has some votes down here. Uh, but as far as moving forward from this, uh, everybody's talking... Sanders, Buttigieg, Klobuchar. Uh, but looking right. into the future states, Buttigieg has very little support. But do you think this uh, second place and the fake win in Iowa are going to mm-hmm. uh, propel him in into the next states? Yes.
0: I fear. I fear so, yes.
2: I, I fear it as well. I know that... Um, all the media. I did watch MSNBC and CNN last night before I went to bed, and they were like, "Oh, Klobuchar, she is the greatest in the world." Uh, <laughs> they were just fawning over her. Just, oh, she, wow. third place is the best place to be. She is the,
1: uh-huh.
2: she she's got the momentum now. She's she's on the rise uh, after doing well in Iowa and now doing well here, and they're calling like they're they're trying to make a. Klobuchar uh, comeback story. uh, The comeback kid kind of story. Because Buttigieg in the future states has very little chance of doing well. These two states, Iowa and New Hampshire, are primarily uh, white states. Right? And so Buttigieg is going to do well there. Future state Nevada is uh, not. Which is the next state. So I don't expect Buttigieg to do well there. The thing I was talking about earlier with Buttigieg and you were saying how is he getting so many votes? That's one thing. That's one thing about these two states is primarily white voters who are voting for Pete Buttigieg because uh, he has very—he doesn't have any support, barely, uh, minority communities. Uh, and the other thing is, remember a while ago, I want to say six months ago, eight months ago, I was talking about TV shows and I was like, this is like some weird Christian Democrat propaganda. Remember me? Right. Kind of going on that phase of TV shows that all seem like Christian Democrat propaganda. I think Pete Buttigieg is the Christian Democrat candidate. And I think he's got this support of these Christian Democrats who are being told by their church pastors and whoever else, uh, we all need Mm -hmm. to go vote for Pete. So you're not seeing it maybe in the polling, but they're being told by their congregations and whatever else, oh, we're all going to get together and vote for Pete. And I think he's got the Christian Democrat vote. Uh, I think it's something that's not being talked about. I don't know. Do you think that's possible?
0: Well, uh, I talked to a, a former Mormon friend of mine this this week, uh, and we talked about politics because he, he still lives in Utah, one of the few people. People I still talk to via Skype sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I asked him because I, I was kind of j- joking. Because uh, he, has, he has left the Mormon church and went into the Catholic church. Because he was like, oh, there is a true church, but it's not the Mormons, it's the Catholics. Okay. So he changed he changed from the Mormons and into the Catholics. There are more, more, more confirmers that way that you would believe. but anyway and so I, I was talking to him like who, who, who do you think uh, the Mormons uh, the more um, the, the democratic Mormons want? And he was like, yeah, uh, they want Pete. The, because they the like Mormons his, or for the Catholics yeah the Mormons oh, okay yeah, no the, the, the Mormons like him because the Catholics do, don't uh, and the reason is because he's gay uh, uh, And okay. are more are more open to uh, gay people so yeah uh, uh, yeah but it's always been like that the, the Mormons aren't very like very bashingly anti-gay the Catholics are more anti-bashing
2: yeah, gay it made me think the whole idea of this came into my head after uh, the uh, the debate before the primary but last week we watched that video with the lady who was like wait he's gay nobody told me he was right. gay uh, and I was thinking right. why why did she vote for him who? What, how did she vote for him without ever knowing about him being gay? And I realized maybe her priest just said, we're all voting for Pete. And they all went and voted right. for Pete. And then she found out, right. wait, he, he didn't tell me he's gay. Right? And I think right. that's really yeah, what's no. happening here. And that's, believe it or not, right. what happened with Trump and the evangelical vote. It was a right. secret vote that nobody could count in the polls, and everybody was yeah, surprised when he got that huge evangelical vote. And I'm a little afraid that's right. what's going to happen with Pete—is he's going to be the Christian, Dem- the evangelical Democrat, Christian vote.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. That's what my friend said as well. Like uh, uh, the Democratic side of the Mormons, not very many. There are more, um, more Republicans on, on the Mormon side, but the, uh, the 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 Democratic side of the Mormons want Pete.
2: Right, and I think and the Christians the, uh, do, too, because he definitely well, is a hardcore Christian. I think we've but, determined that. <laughs> but do you know who the Catholics want? Globbershop. Oh, that's not surprising. Yeah, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: was like, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that actually explains kind of the split uh, between the right. two and why
3: I, one of them wouldn't
2: drop yeah. out. That's what I was saying about Joe Biden earlier uh, right. that I don't think I've finished my point but Joe Biden uh, I can see him dropping out soon to try to uh, pool support behind one of those two candidates because he knows right. he's not going to be able to win uh, and he thinks that if he drops out, uh, his support will go one of those candidates, but I'm not sure. I think some of his support will still also go to Bernie. I think if Biden drops out, uh, mm-hmm. it's not going to go all to Pete or all to Amy Klobuchar or all to Bernie. I think it's going to get split up
0: a little bit. I I think you're wrong in that, actually. Really? Okay. That, yeah. We agree to disagree.
2: Well, I know somebody hey, I know somebody that I'm close to who, they were a Biden supporter uh, at the beginning of the year, And halfway through the year, they were a Warren supporter. And last week, I talked to them and they said, Ah, Booty Judge is looking pretty good to me. So there's this kind of, (laughs) you know, they'll just vote for whoever CNN or MSNBC tells them to vote for.
0: There's those people too. So. Hey, talking about socialists, uh, because, oh, socialism, so scary. It's Uh, terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. Uh, Chris Matthews warns of. Executions in Central Park if central if socialism wins this election. Do you want to see the clip? Yeah, go and give me a countdown. In three, two, one. But. I, I have my own views of the word socialist, and I'll be glad to tell them, share them with you in private. And they go back to uh, the early
2: 1950s. I have an attitude. Does he the, know this to, isn't I private? Remember
3: the Cold War. I have an
2: <laughs> Castro. I
0: believe if Castro and the, and, the, and the Reds had won the Cold War, there would an execution. They weren't communists. No socialists. The they were communists. Executed. And certain other people would be there cheering. Okay. So I have a problem with people who took the other side. I don't know who Bernie bernie supports
3: over these years i don't know what he means by social one week it's denmark we're gonna be like denmark okay that's harmless that's a, I, basically a i don't
2: remember capital capital ever hearing bernie say program. something about denmark, denmark but that's fine in the no he said something about norway how do
3: you know Did he tell you
2: that i think he just talks about you know the those countries in general
3: well
0: we haven't seen a, a campaign yet where video of him praising the other version of right. Castro and the, has been used. Well, but that will be used. It's
2: not well, about about Fox the same for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's, this sounds like Fox News. They're mixing up socialism with. With
0: communism. I became a communist and started shooting okay. every one of his enemies. Okay, hold, 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 hold those on the hold those I
3: have
0: to go back to the spin room and. I think
2: that guy. Yeah. yeah, we're done there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Chris Matthews was just really drunk. That's the only explanation <laughs> I have for that. Like, he had to have oh. been just plastered. Because even at the end there. Yeah. The, this guy, Chris Hayes, that you see at the end, he's obviously trying to get him to shut up. He's like, you need to shut up because you're making a huge problem for me and you right now. Because the uh, Chris Matthews said at the end there, he's talking about uh, Castro. Uh, oh, he was one thing, and then he turned into a dictator who uh, went, on, went and started shooting people. What he's suggesting is that Bernie because of his democratic socialist stance, is going to become like Stalin <laughs> or Mao and start murdering yeah. people, uh, which yeah. I think is hilarious because what what, what is Bernie going to do? Give everybody free health care and then start murdering them?
0: <laughs>
2: Seems a little I mean, counterintuitive.
0: That's, <laughs> that's what we do in Norway. <laughs> we kill people after they get health care. <laughs> we shoot them on the way out. <laughs> on the way out of the hospital, right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the hospital
2: <those laughs>
0: people stand there with a the gun. Seems like a waste, <laughs> but okay. Uh, a, a very, like, crash course into socialism versus communism. It's not the fucking same. Just stop it. Stop. I, I've i been a communist. I know it's not the same. <laughs> hey, talking about moderates, Uh, people that like to be moderate, Uh, I think... I think we have turned uh, Trump into Bernie Sanders uh, supporter, definitely after this episode, because Trump is going to tell the truth of no more moderate.
1: This is Trump where Trump tells the truth. I'm a little pissed off today because I listened to the political debate on CNN and so many other channels. They always say that you have to find a moderate when you're going to present the Democratic Party a moderate. Wow, why does it always come to the Democratic Party? Why does Every opposition against the conservative fuckheads need to be a moderate. We have to be a moderate to bring the country together. Fuck that shit. I've been hurting there for 10, to ten years. That is the problem with the Democratic Party. Bill Clinton was a fucking worst president. Yes, the worst president since, I don't know, Nixon. I say that because his three-strike rule ended up incarcerating a lot of black people in the United States. Still, people love him like a brother, <laughs> like a brother from another mother. He was a fucking shithead. He had to go more conservative because Reagan went so far to the right. Every time uh, a president goes far to the right, the, the Democrat does the same. If they don't, they no, then this always had a bullshit issue like oh, they have to be more moderate. Moderating is what? When is moderate today? Moderate today is. Republican 40 years ago. Yeah, that was moderates. Now there's a. F- that is where the Democratic Party is today. Before they, before they did the lead ahead, now they're leaving it behind. I always thought that Pete Buttigieg could be a good president. Yeah, he'd charm everybody. Look at that nice little kid with, um, as a mayor. He speaks Norwegian, yeah. Listen to that. An American politician who fucking speaks Norwegian. Who learns how Norwegian? Nobody. Well, it's impressive fun to. to to have a party tricks but i don't think any parents send the children out to new world and say hey if you if we are in need you have to remember you're Norwegian yeah okay that was a discourse but anyway why we have two perfect politicians on the left today yeah we have Bernie Sanders and we have that woman called Nina Turner i think Two great politicians who don't give a shit, people who are taking on the establishment, who want to do some change in a democratic way of doing it. Democrats Democrat today is dead, is bought up by big billionaires and special interest. I heard, and they need more tax cuts to fucking deliver anything. Yeah, if billionaires want more tax cuts, why don't they take a fucking extra job, like you ask all those other people to do? Yeah. Stop buying so much coffee, so much fancy cars, maybe you can afford anything, more things. Yeah, that's the, that's the bullshit I always pre- represent when I <laughs> complain of my salary. I don't think democratic people should be moderate. They should be angry and they're going to go and fucking vote. And they're going to vote for Bernie Sanders because it's the only fucking hope for America. People who did, sorry, you're too fucking conservative. Warren, Elizabeth Warren, yeah, I don't think she has a head right, right now but maybe she would come along. There are good politicians on the left. You just get your mojo back. Stop listening to CNN and NBC, you fucking everybody, because you can set the new standards for what is moderate. Today, next year, or in 10 years time, the, the democratic establishment should see as of far should be the, look like the people who was on the r- wrong side of history. You can be on the right side of history. Go to the left, vote for fucking Bernie Sanders, and if people say he's too far to the left, he's socialist, you just say, yes, he is, and I'm fucking proud that you conservative him, motherfucker. This would Trump. to tell us the truth.
0: Thank you, Turun. Do you think we have uh, turned him around? Is he seems so,
2: Turun. Yeah, I mean, I think we added, and I think maybe uh the mainstream media like the CNNs and stuff attacking him has maybe uh, some people see that and they go wow uh, uh you know it's the underdog effect when the whole but. media apparatus and everybody's attacking one person it makes people go oh i feel bad for that person for being attacked for no reason uh i'm going to yeah. i'm rooting for the underdog which is just a natural human uh empathy thing to do you know what i mean so i think a lot of people are turning around because uh, Bernie's being attacked so much
0: Mm. I agree we have an email address it's another digital citizen in one word at gmail.com that's another digital citizen at gmail.com we have a twitter account it's podcast (laughs) fuck I forgot at podcast ADC (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we have a facebook group and some other dig shots it's on facebook uh, but look we have we are proud members of pod all the time network uh, tell me a little about them uh
2: that's right uh, pod all the time network uh go check them out on twitter at pod all the time network uh One of the other podcasts in our podcast network is Three P's Up in a Podcast, uh, which is a comedy news podcast uh, with different perspectives and unbiased opinions from all three people involved. So it's a three person podcast. Nice.
0: I know somebody that started out as a three people podcast, actually. I I think Hmm. I do as well. Hmm. Weird about that. Uh, Hi, Taylor. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk about Eurovision. Oh, we got yeah, some stuff from to... the Facebook, actually. Oh, sorry, Facebook. Yes. Facebook.
2: Under, if you want to post underneath our la- the show from last week, uh, we will cover it on uh, on this week's show. Uh, and if you want to talk, if you want us to talk about something on next week's show, post it under this week's show. Uh, from right. Jeremy. Uh, this is about last week's show, clearly. Uh, you guys and your conspiracy theories, they're so silly. Uh, Ari, the Iowa caucus, you sh- shouldn't attribute malice to which. Uh, uh, you shouldn't attribute, attribute to malice that which can be explained by incompetence, is what he says. What do you think about that?
0: I agree. Uh, we agree to disagree.
2: I mean, there's there's merit in it. It's just there has to be a point in which evidence trumps uh, the idea of incompetence. Like, you can only think right. somebody's up incompetent up to a point. You know, it's like the whole Trump right. the Trump thing, where it's like Trump's the biggest idiot ever, but he's also a secret mastermind working with Russia. It's like it's it can only right. be one or the other. <laughs> um, right. Uh, he also says there's no such thing as voting against the system, which we talked a lot about uh, last week.
3: All right, right. Uh,
2: I which don't I don't agree with that. Actually, Magna responded right. to that saying, of course there is. That is sil- a silly statement. Uh, you can distaste- you can show your distaste for a voting system by getting involved and trying to change it or voting for Donald Duck as a write-in. Uh, right. Yeah, so somebody defending us there. Thank you, Magna. Magna also says... About Brexit, I think Fro is wrong in uh, is wrong that it will be Sweden or Denmark next. Uh, I think it will be yeah. Germany because they pay the most to the EU, which is true. But that makes that sense. makes
0: sense. Yeah, because they yeah. they would
2: be the, they would have the most to gain if they got out <coughs> because they would get all that right. money back.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I tend to agree to that. The only the only reason why I don't say that is because they still have Merkel in power. When Merkel goes down as she will this uh, uh, coming election, I think there there is – because the EU, to be honest, was Merkel's child. I mean, it was her sure, freaking right. idea almost. Uh, so, I mean, I think without having Merkel as a leader in Germany, I think, I think money could be right, actually.
2: Yeah, we got to see what happens with that whole election and everything. Another, if you had one Brian. more question, uh, how do you guys what? or how do you pick your titles for the show? He asked.
0: Uh. <laughs> do you know what, Magna, if we knew the answer for that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's a combination of it depends if, um, from show to show. Sometimes it's it's very obvious. And sometimes we struggle with it. It depends from show to show.
2: But I think he's asking like how how we come up with it. I, I think sometimes, right. like Fro said, sometimes there's something that happens in the show and we go, that needs to be in the title. And sometimes right. uh, we see things that happen in the show and we make an amalgamation of the things that happened right. and create a title out of that. And other times yeah. we go... Uh, oh this is going to be the title and that's like boom we already know it's done and done right. and like Fro said sometimes it takes 5 seconds sometimes we'll sit here for 15-20 minutes trying to figure out what the title <laughs> is
0: I mean I mean, I think the perfect example of that is is like for example vote Bernie 2020 I knew that when we were going into that show that that was going to be the title of the show, but, for example, last week, we had more problem coming up with the title, so it's, uh, me and Luke, we work uh, together, uh, finding a, t- a title, and uh, it, it has to be voted anonymous, because it's like, we don't want a title that we we're, we're uh, don't think is a little interesting, or at least uh, right. a, a little, to, like, we try to get it to have
2: some kind of feeling to it, uh, right, yeah.
0: Anyway, now we can talk about Eurovision, Jeremy's favorite thing to talk about. Yep.
2: Eurovision mm-hmm. is really heating up now. Lots of songs coming out in the next heating few weeks.
0: Up. Yeah, and uh, uh, because of that, we will talk a little about a little change that we will do a little later. But we have two countries that we're going to talk about this week. Uh, we have... Let's take uh, Australia first because they are definitely in the EU. Uh, they,
2: This is a song. Uh, the song was very good. I really like the song.
0: Oh, the song is amazing. Uh,
2: everything else
0: you around love- the song oh. uh, m- <laughs> could do some work. <laughs> yes. The yes. S- yes.
2: The singer is really good. She's a very talented singer. But it was like somebody yes. went we really like you, you're a great singer, do you know how to dance? And she went, no. And they said, you're going to be on Eurovision.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is totally... It is... Uh... It's a little like... Uh... It reminds me a little of someone from kindergarten dancing. And it's It's also a little destroying with that makeup.
2: Well, the tutu thing around the neck... It does not work. Right. I understand what she's no. going for. She's supposed to be like a clown, right? That's the whole right. thing. Uh I I don't mind the makeup, the clown make, like makeup, no. but the thing around the neck is incredibly distracting, especially when at one right. point uh they've got these fans blowing up on stage to make it look more dramatic. But the tutu thing <laughs> yes. flies up in her face <laughs> while she's trying to sing. I mean, that's not good. Yeah. You can't have that happening in the in a final in the finals or something. So I'd say get rid of the t- tutu neck. Uh she needs yeah. to do a little more training on the choreography because the backup dancers, yeah. they're they're backup dancers. They know what they're doing. Yeah. She clearly right. is not a dancer.
0: Doesn't. Right. But she can sing. And the song is balls. I really, really, really like this
2: song. I was confused right at the beginning because I don't think the very first part is English, but I don't know what language it was.
0: I, th- I think it's uh, aubergine, like uh, their national language. Oh, okay. language. okay. Yes.
2: I was con- I was um, I, at it, first I was like, are we going into a song? And I was expecting it to all just all be in a different language because it's not unusual for a Eurovision right. song to all be in a different language, like no. the next one we're going to talk about. But uh, no. then she started singing in English, and I, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, she's got some very. She did not like the one guy go, went for the high note. She went for the wubbie, yes. the wobbies where she's Low, like no. doing the yeah. up and down with her vo- vocals, and I really like that right. about her. Uh, I'd like to hear more from her as far as a singer. I don't necessarily yeah. think they're going to do very well in Eurovision.
0: Uh, I totally agree with you, but I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm going to give it a... T- this is a very artsy, it's a very artsy uh, song, so... Well, it's kind of
2: poppy, but the the, yeah. the, I don't even know what to call it, interpretive dance they do is very
0: artsy, yeah. Right. But this is getting a 9 out of 10 from me, Look, I love this. Okay. Is that one point for the horrible
2: dancing? I mean, this is all together, like, as a package, not just the song itself. Yes. I'm giving it a 2.5. I don't even think they'll get past the semifinals. We will see. Unless she learns how uh, to dance in between now and then, but, uh, yeah.
0: But uh, let's talk about the ballads from Italy. Italiano. This
2: was very Italiano. Uh, yeah, entire orchestra. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that in Eurovision. Uh, this no. was just for the
0: this performance. But... And... And the song is three minutes and forty seven seconds and you're not allowed to sing more than three minutes, so they have to take take the the length of the song a little down. But he just stops at where... three
2: minutes and just stops the song. Just it right. just cuts off without <laughs> like they don't figure out a way to trim it, they just stop.
0: But I, I will I I will make it a little comparisons because if you look at Duncan R- Lawrence the winner of last year's and this this I feel Duncan Lawrence's was just boring piano man singing when 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 he goes to the verses I I don't like the middle part the, uh, the, uh, the I mean I, I I don't like the verses but I like the chorus he sings like with passion you can see that he means it like he, he, he presses his la, 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 like it is he he means it but uh, it's a, a little trite? a little boring maybe
2: I mean I don't know what the hell he was saying it was all in Italian but uh, right. I would say it's boring because it's very monotone in it's the structure of the vocals is one note yeah. all the way through um i mean you can't like the, the thing is i i'm trying to like get out of the idea that this giant orchestra is in front of him because it it makes it look more <laughs> right. impressive than it actually is right right um yes i but yeah i think the the thing i had the biggest problem with is the monotoneness of it the kind of flat flatness of the song it doesn't really ever go really big and uh you need that in eurovision to like get the crowd moving uh but it is like that kind of ballad that's won what the last two years in a row right the
0: well yeah well not uh not in 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 the one that won for israel oh no right okay not two years in a row
2: it was last year and then two uh, two years before that was the other ballad with the guy who was sick right um so yeah, I, actually, if you look at it, if it went ballad and then she won for Israel and then ballad, so maybe he's maybe he doesn't have a very good chance now that I think about it.
0: I don't. I don't. Uh, I I don't think. Uh, I think they will be in the top ten actually, uh, because it's very it's uh, uh, genuine in the way that it's very Italian. Okay. It's a very Italian ballad. And I think, I, I, I like I said, I like The Curious. I'm not very like, uh, when he presses his voice, it actually impresses me. But uh, I'm not going to give this better than uh, 6 for me. I just have a feeling that people in the world uh, right now want something
2: different. And I think that's going to come right. out in the Eurovision final. We're going to see a song that comes out that's different so. than everything we've ever, like, mm-hmm. you know, something weird is going to wing, like a death metal song from Finland, like, or something like right. that. Yeah. Right. I but yeah. Italy, I guess I'll give it, I'm going to give it a two. Correct? Oh,
0: TV round, Luke. Uh, have you seen any TV? Because
2: I have. Oh my gosh, we're already here. Yeah, Um, where should we start? I guess... A return Brooklyn Nine Nine season seven episode one and and two. And two yes. Uh, did you check this I, out? I did. Uh, why don't you start? I didn't like it. <laughs> See, that's why I wanted you to start because I was not impressed by this either. I was, I you know no. I liked last season. I thought last season was fine. Me too. Something about yeah. th- this season did not. It felt off. It just felt it, it not as funny. War.
0: No, I don't, I don't understand what, or or really what's wrong. I think maybe it's the right thing.
2: The jokes, uh, yeah, the the jokes weren't landing. It felt, I don't know, it just felt awkward. It didn't feel like last season or any of the other seasons previous. No, no. But I mean, it could change. It's only the first two episodes. I suppose it could change. Out of those two yeah. episodes, the weirder one that felt weirder was the one where they were on the man the manhunt one because it was outside right. of the precinct the entire time, which right. is generally where they are inside the inside the building most of the time. So maybe that's right. what felt weird for us is that the first episode was just them not even in the nine nine, you know?
0: Right, right. No, but uh, no, I I was very disappointed. I gave this two first episodes uh, five.
2: I gave it a six. I mean, I thought it was still decent, but uh, definitely not as good as any of the previous seasons at all.
0: Not even close. Right. Hey, Luke, guess what you got this week in the United States? Oh, I uh, I don't know. Lego Masters! Oh, I thought you were going to say
3: coronavirus!
2: Um... <laughs> lego masters, i also everyone. saw this yeah why don't you go into what you I'm thought t- because you enjoy lego masters much more than i do in the foreign versions so why don't you say what right. you thought of the american version
0: i loved it 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 it reminds me exactly of the uh of the uh, uh australian version Okay, yeah, because I haven't seen that one. I've seen the British version, and
2: it is...
1: I wouldn't say nothing like it, but
2: it's... (laughs) No. It's not uh, the sensibility of it. Like, this is up, like, big, loud sirens and flashing lights where the British version is very tame and very, I don't know, British,
0: I guess. Very British, yes. But this this is the copycat of the Australian version that I like the more. But do you know what? I... I didn't mind this. I I, I I think the host is very funny. I like him. He's very like likable. Uh, he's the man that plays Batman in the Lego movies, by the way. If you Right, Joe uh, from Arrested Development. Right. Uh, but I think the teams are interesting. Uh, I think I think everything was interesting and I loved the, I love the ending of it when we think somebody is going home.
2: <laughs> oh, I really like uh, when they, uh, what do you call it? When they reveal the golden brick, which is a thing in the British yeah. one, I assume is also a thing in the Australian one. Yes. Uh, and they bring out the car and he's like, you guys could win this. And they're like, oh my right. gosh. And he's like, no, not the car. <laughs> that was very funny. I mean, he, right. he was probably right. the best part of the show as far as, uh, he's very funny. He's a very good host. Yeah. Um, yeah, the set design is pretty amazing. I really liked the first competition yeah. as far as them taking each individual, uh, board and then bringing them all back together to make one giant world. Yeah. I thought that was very cool right. for the first episode. I, yeah, the judges are a little lackluster to me because they don't yeah. emote enough. They don't give you enough yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. of a reason to care what they think. Uh, right. It's very standard reality competition show. It's not going out of the formula of uh, no. any cooking show or anything like that you've seen. Oh. Nope. Uh, a cooking competition nope. show. But uh, no. the Lego stuff's very interesting. Uh, the people in that are actually competing are fairly good at Legos. Some of them better than others, clearly. Uh, I've got the two nerd guys with the beards winning. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah. Uh, i got the two guys with the beard winning.
2: Right. I mean, it seems like they are arm and a leg above everybody as far as Lego builders, but I could be wrong.
0: And it's kind of funny because they look exactly like the team that won in Australia. (laughs)
2: Really? It's like the same guys. It's just ringers. They just brought in ringers. Right. Yeah.
0: That would be funny. Okay. What's another thing that... uh, No. What would you give it? Oh, i gave it a five right in the middle. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm going to be very biased and say an eight. But that's me. (laughs) All right. What else did I see? I'm allowed. I saw, I'm allowed to buy it sometimes.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you... Uh, I, I just... Uh, the reality show thing is what took it down for me as far as it's just being super standard. Like, if they would have done something a little more interesting, it could have bumped up a little bit, but it's it's a middle-of-the-road show for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's go lock and key on Netflix, season one. Uh, ooh, yaha. Uh, based off of a book, uh, this... Season followed the book pretty well. I mean, it goes out outside of some in yeah. some areas, mostly with the, I guess we'll call her the witch character. Yes. Yes. Uh, she does things that she doesn't do in the book, but they're trying to build her, I guess, for whatever reason. She's, yeah. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. What do you think?
0: I super enjoyed it. This was uh, such a nice surprise. I was. Shocked how good this quality was. I'm. I really was in awe of this. I think they did an amazing job. And if you. We listen.
2: Or at least I listened to the audiobook. I'm pretty sure Fro did too. Right. And the, yes. at least the voice of the one lady is like the same as the audiobook. So it's interesting yep. to like. Uh, if you've if you've listened to the audiobook, then you're watching the movie and you're putting these pictures together with something you've already right. heard and made pictures in your own brain with. And that's... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it matches up really well because that's kind of how I pictured the house looking. It's like how I pictured yeah. the sister and the brother looking and everything. Uh, and everything with the keys so far as the... Uh, the CGI, the graphics, uh, everything that's as far good. as the special effects is very good in this. The acting yeah. is very good. I gave it a 7.5. I'm three-quarters of the way through, uh, but um, it, I think yeah. with a really good ending, this could go up.
0: Well, the ending is amazing. Uh, I will not spoil it for you, but yeah, I, I really like the ending, but I'm going to give it an 8. You think
2: they're setting up for um, another season is my question. Uh, yes. So they don't end it where the book ends <laughs> is my question.
0: I don't want to spoil that for you. Right, okay. Uh, what else did you see this week? Uh, I saw the first two episodes of Macmillions. Um, this is a HBO documentary show. Mm-hmm. Uh, about... Uh, uh, the Monopoly contest. In... Sorry? It's about
2: the Monopoly contest at McDonald's.
0: Yes. And uh, how they screwed the system and somebody was in charge of it and took, took like, millions out of the company and was an insider and things like that. This is a very interesting documentary. I liked the two first episodes. Uh, I think I will give it an eight as well. Did you see this?
2: Uh, no, no. I just saw all the commercials for it. Uh, I could check it out this week, okay. though, if it, if you think it's really good. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see, what else did I see? I talked about that, talked about that. Uh, the Sinner on USA, first episode of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I guess first episode of season three, because the first two seasons... Mm-hmm. We, we both really liked the first two seasons, right? Yes. And this first episode That's of this the... third season... I think was the best episode out of all
0: the seasons so far. Yep, yep. I am totally, totally with you. Uh, I'm. I thought I can't wait for this season. Like, I, I, I literally like saw the first episode and I went, "What the fuck are they doing?"
2: <laughs> That's what I was about to say. It's like I, uh, maybe three quarters of the way through this episode, I was like, "Oh, I know exactly how this show is gonna go." And wow. then at the very end of the episode, it goes,
3: <laughs> you thought you knew, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I like they that about you. it. Yeah, they trick yeah. you. I, and I, if, yeah. if you can yeah. get me, I like it. Uh, I gave this an 8.5. What about you? I gave it a 9, yeah. I freaking loved it. <laughs> of course, it's only wait. the first episode, but I'm really excited oh, for yeah. the season, yeah, as well.
0: Whew. It's good. Uh, what else did I see this week? I saw a very unfunny uh, comedy called *Indebted*. Oh,
2: *Indebted*. Uh,
0: *Indebted*. Okay, thank you. On NBC.
2: You see. You saw the same thing. I did, with Fran Drescher, who I haven't seen in a TV <laughs> show in a long <laughs> time.
0: I haven't seen her in ages. I was like. Oh, that's The Nanny from, from the, the Nanny. nanny. Yeah. yeah. I hated yeah.
2: that show. I hated that show when I was a kid. I mean, it's, I, it's one of those shows where maybe I, it would be interesting to go back and watch it because I hated it so much. Maybe what? now, as a grown-up, I'll enjoy it a little more. But uh, she was right. okay in this. Not as incredibly annoying as she was uh, no. in, the, in The Nanny. Um, I don't like the main actors, the husband and the wife is this nope. late? I feel like uh, they wanted to cast Penny from Big Bang Theory, yeah. but they couldn't yeah. get her, so they got this they girl who looks exactly yeah. like yeah. her and talks exactly like her.
0: Yep, <laughs> that is exactly what it felt like. But uh, no, I just, I just thought I, I, I think I give up on American like sitcoms because. I go. I get so distracted by the laugh track that I don't enjoy it. It's like I, it's the laugh track in the background that destroys uh, it. Yeah, I grew up
2: with it. You know, I grew up with right. Family Matters and uh, Boy Meets World and uh, you know all those shows that ha- always had laugh tracks as a child. So I don't even notice it in my brain as an American. It's like not even a, It doesn't even come into consideration in my brain. <laughs> I think, uh, but this. Yeah. And I usually, you know, I usually give shows like this, American sitcoms, a break because I like American sitcoms to a degree, but this mm-hmm. show was not mm-hmm. funny. This is the problem. Arts. Yeah, no. Uh,
0: we should kind of say I what it's about.
2: D- Why don't you go into a little bit about what sure. it's about.
0: Yeah, it's it's about the family that uh, uh, all of a sudden needs to take care of uh, uh, the in-laws of, of... Was it the... I think it's the son's uh, parents. The uh, son's parents, yes. Right. Thank you. They go
2: bankrupt and for some reason, and
0: they go bankrupt. Yeah. Yes. And uh, they need to take them in, and they need to like. It's it's about the economy. It's like also like, I I know nothing about uh, economy, so maybe it's that that aspect of it as well. Also, I find it extremely boring because I find money so incredibly hard to understand.
2: It just but yeah, no, the show was generally not funny. I gave it a three point five.
0: I gave it a three.
2: What else did you watch? Okay, yeah, <laughs> a lot of TV this week actually, and there's probably enough yep. that we're going to be able to cover some from this week, next week, because there were some shows I wasn't even able to get to. Uh, but I saw, let's see, oh, Tommy from on yeah. CBS, which was can... a show about a. F- Female uh, police chief who becomes the female mm-hmm. police chief because uh, the mayor uh, there's like a scan- uh, there's a scandal with the previous police chief as far as a sexual scandal. The mayor wants to have a female police chief for kind of PR reasons, uh, and she also just happens to be gay. That's just like also right. a part of it, um, and it's about her kind of struggle with the politics of the police uh, and but also they you know they investigate a crime each, each episode i'm assuming what do you think of this
0: uh it's a very standard uh, police show <laughs> it's a show i have seen <coughs> 6385 other times i don't mind it but it's not like i'm going to i'm not going to follow this no me neither at all
2: I mean, I'll watch uh, the next episode just so I can count it at the end of the year. So I've watched two yeah. episodes, but uh, yeah. it's like you said, it's incredibly standard. The only thing they changed is that it's a female and she's gay. So they just took a show right. that they've made a hundred times and they said, okay, let's but put it, let's put a character in it. That's the main yeah. character. That's a female and gay and we'll make the same show and people will watch it. And you know, right. it, it, had some it had a few good messages as far as it's got a political yeah. message to it as far as like uh women in the workplace and what discrimination they yeah. have to go through especially po- uh women in the police force or even like the military uh it's even harder for them because it's a male dominated field i understand that that's what they're going for and those politics are interesting but as far as a show uh not that entertaining I, The 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 crime that they investigated in this, I was not intrigued by. I was more intrigued yeah, by yeah. everything around it. The main actress, I don't think she's that great of an actress, to be honest. I've seen her in things before, but um, yeah, yeah. Nurse oh, Jackie, for example. Uh, oh yeah, it is Nurse Jackie. That's where I've seen her before. I, oh. She, I think she had a prosthetic nose or something in this as well. It was a little, it stood out a little bit right. to me. Uh, I give it a three.
0: I gave it a four. It's totally okay. Uh, I saw For Life. This is a new uh, show on American television. Don't ask me what fucking channel it's from, because I don't really remember. Because I saw it from a Canadian thing. Uh, but yeah, no, this is about uh, a guy in prison that becomes a lawyer. Uh, this oh is yeah, yeah, very... I've seen
2: the I've seen the preview for this. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I... This is a very, like, standard uh show, other than that I actually liked it. I, I, I found it interesting because he's not only, like, uh, uh, fighting for his clients, he's also, like, fighting for his own freedom at the same time. Uh, so I actually liked it. Not, like, super duper liked it, but mm. I give it a 6 out of 10.
2: okay. Maybe I should check it out. It's on ABC, is what I'm seeing from, just to let you know, here in America. Probably on other things on other places. Uh, Yeah. The last thing I saw, I guess, oh, wait, yeah, you gave it a score, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Interrogation? On CBS? I'm so happy that you take things away from my list, so I don't have to talk about it. (laughs) Uh, Did you see this? yes okay
2: this as i'm to understand you do not have to watch this series in order like there's, no. the first episode is called watch first and the last episode is called watch last and everything in between but, you can watch in whatever order you want which is interesting yep. but at the same time i hate it <laughs> yep i agree
0: <laughs> uh, not that i hate the
2: show i just hate the no 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 i hate the no, structure the concept of, it. of it. yes
0: yeah, the concept of it is just really stupid.
2: Yeah, just tell me what to watch. I don't want to have to decide <laughs> when
0: I'm sitting down to watch
2: TV. I don't want to have to decide right. what the next episode is going to be or whatever. But uh, I just watched uh, the first three. So I watched the one that's called Watch First and then the first two. It's... Right. It is what it is. It's it's a show about... Uh, <sighs> it's a, about a guy who's charged with... Uh, Murdering his mother, but it's also about all these other people around the uh, case. Yeah. It's more about everybody around the case, and each episode is about a different thing around the case of this of this guy. Right? Is that how you would right. kind of describe it? It's hard to describe, yeah. actually. I didn't think about it till oh. just
0: now. <laughs> no, I would agree, but uh, he- here's my big problem about it. I don't think it's that good.
2: No, it's pretty standard. I don't think
0: it, it's very standard.
2: It's like a true it crime drama. Little... You've seen like a hundred yeah. of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say that. It really kind of reminds me of, of that Netflix show we had uh, last year or the year before that about uh, uh, the Afro Americans that got in jail because of. Injustice that Trump said should be in jail, uh, and didn't do it. If you remember them, the
2: oh, the Central Park uh, Five, the, uh, right? The okay.
0: Central Power Park Five, yeah. right? Okay, now yeah, uh, but it's a bad version of the Central uh, Park Five series of of Netflix. It's just like the acting in this uh, is superb, and I also find the structure of it because. I also saw, I saw, I saw four shows, but I don't think I will continue.
2: I'm not going to, Uh, no.
0: I just like, the structure of it is extremely weird. And I, I understand that you don't have to see it in sequence. And it was very like, like that. But I find that element of it so distracting that it's kind of destroying the fun of it.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a few shows that have been coming out that this is the kind of they're trying this format where you don't have to watch it in any order. And I just don't think that's right. ever going to w- catch on or work. It just I no. can't see a show where it would. I mean, if you're going to do that, do, uh, you know, uh, a choose your own adventure type thing like uh right. the Bear Girls thing or, or what was the other one that, uh, that I can't remember. Right. The other yeah. Netflix one. Bandersnatch. 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 Yeah. If you're going to do yeah. something where you don't have to watch it in order, do it like that. Don't do it where you have to decide yourself. Let the yeah no. let the thing decide for you, right? M- integrate yeah. the software into the, uh, into the show. Right. And then I would have uh, think... enjoyed this more, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. To be honest, probably not. <laughs> this show just was not really my cup of tea, so.
0: I mean my me neither, and I kind of like this kind of show. So I was I'm going to say I was disappointed in this.
2: <laughs> all right, that's all I saw. And <clears throat> was there anything else you saw this week? Yeah, but we didn't give it a score. Oh, um, I don't know. Why don't you go first?
0: I will give it a three and a. I was going to go four, so we're pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, the last thing I saw uh, was something I really, really, really recommend and that's why I saved it for the last, so people can hear this, because it is also a Netflix thing, it's uh, four episodes long, so it's not long at all, it's called The Pharmacist, uh, and it's a true crime documentary on, on Netflix. And this is how you do a true crime Netflix show. This is fucking banana school, and I don't want to say anything what it is about or anything, because I think the more you go into this in the dark, the more interesting will you find it. I already I know
2: what it's it... about,
0: so I'm, I guess I'm, I'm spoiled, but... Okay. But I gave it a 9 out of 10. I freaking loved it. Alright, cool. Uh, Are
2: you going to see it? Yeah, I I, I ch- checked it out Like as far as I watched the trailer just to see if I wanted to watch it. I just n- didn't get around to watching it. Uh, it's like a mini-series, right. there's only four episodes, so it'd be yeah. easy to watch this week if I, if I get around to it. It reminds me a little of that cat show. Oh, okay. Right, but well, yeah. it's because it's a mini series,
0: right? Right. That's the last thing I saw. I All right, let's
2: talk Messiah episode six.
0: Yeah, walking on water episode. Uh,
2: <laughs> called "We Will Not All Sleep." Uh, Jabril has a striking vision in the desert. Eva finally get gets hard intel on Al Maish, whose devotees form a convoy to follow him out of Texas. Mm-hmm.
0: Like this episode as well. <laughs> I, I think I said this last week. I'm sorry that I didn't like this in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that
2: last week. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you went into it with one, one idea of what it was going to be, and then you had to get used to it being something a little different mm-hmm. than what you wanted it to be. Like, you had expectations and you know right. having expectations in going into something is it can work in your benefit it also be incredi- impre- incredibly hard to like something after you expect it to be amazing um, yeah and this episode uh, we get a lot of build up but also right at the end they kind of let us know what's going to happen in the next episode because
1: uh,
2: right. he leads this uh, The Messiah, I guess. He leads all these people out of Texas to Washington, D.C. Uh, Mm -hmm. But at the same time as he's doing this, there's this kid in the desert right outside of Israel who was led there by the same guy. Uh, And the part where he walks up to the guy, walks up to the gate naked, and uh, the the kid is, you know, across from him with the gun, and they're both like, the, the one kid is, you know, is it teenager, and the other kid is a younger yeah. teenager, but he's the one holding the gun again, uh, you know, up to
0: him. And it's right. it was a very moving moment. Uh, Do you know what, Luke? I think we have been tricked, because I I figured it out this week. Those clips is him as a sh- as a kid.
2: Uh, but he saw himself in the future, then? Yeah, yeah. Then how did he lead himself uh, to Israel? I I have no clue. But because I think I think uh, in the episode one. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. They come out of Syria and they go to Israel and they're following somebody. Are right. they following that kid?
0: Yes, I think it is.
2: And so that guy's not actually there. He doesn't exist. Right. Or but he exists in the future.
0: Yes. I mean, it's possible. Uh, I think so. I have a strange feeling that we will find out they are what, the same per- person.
2: What we did find out this week is that right. um, he has a brother, right? Right. And we know that maybe that kid, that kid has yeah. a brother that right. left. He the brother left when all the other people left, uh, and that kid stayed there waiting for the Messiah to come back.
0: Right? Yeah. So it maybe it is his brother. No,
2: I'm saying it could be him. I think your your theory is could be correct. That's one theory that could totally be right, right is that uh we're seeing that in the past and his brother left and now he, this is him in the future and this uh CIA lady, she's going to go find the brother who left him and they haven't seen each other in however long, right? Right. Uh after this episode, could this be could he still be a fake uh Messiah?
0: after literally walking
2: on water in front of hundreds of people.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
2: David Blaine? I've seen uh, Chris Angel walk on water in front of a whole bunch of people. Yeah,
0: me too. Yeah, me too.
2: My other theory is that the brother is a twin brother, and that's how one of them, that's how he got to America so quick, is that one of the brothers is in America, the other one is still in Uh Israel, and they're twins, and that's how, and they're just both doing the same thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think both of us have a good... I think your story is a way more interesting story, though, is that it, <laughs> right. it, it, it's him in the past.
0: <laughs> right. Okay, but I need to tell the audience that uh, next week we will do four episodes of Messiah because we actually have too much Eurovision going on right now. So we next week we will tell you about uh, episodes 7, 8, 9, and 10. So, if you want to follow on uh, that, you should see the three, uh, four last episodes of Messiah. Look, we don't have time for a main top de- topic this week, because uh, the Razzis has screwed us, more or less. Uh, we'll talk about that right now, because we're going to directly into the movie around. Because, guess what? The Razzis wasn't this week. Uh, no, we, we...
2: I mean, everything... We've done this so many times in the past, and every year the Razzies yeah. has been around this time, and it's the day after the the Oscars. Every fucking year, it has been the day after the Oscars. And for some reason, we don't even know when it is now. There, it has not nope. even been announced when <laughs> when it's like the date it's going to be of this year of twenty twenty. We have all the nominees, so we're going to go through yeah. and do our our bet as far as the nominees, and then we'll uh, figure out, uh, who's when it gonna is, win. I guess. Yeah. Who's going to win <laughs> right. when it actually is figure out when it is. But w- I went to their website to just kind of like figure out what's going on. Uh, and they say, uh, about this whole thing about it, not being on it's at its normal time. The Razzies say on their website due to the Oscars accelerated 2020 calendar, which has stressed out the entire industry and is about to ruin the holidays for everyone. So clearly this was posted maybe in December, uh, We here at the upper echelons of the Razzie organization have decided to avoid anxiety and set our own schedule this year. Uh, Stay tuned. Uh, We are going to be televised and we need to look pretty. So I guess what they're saying in this little, they don't actually give a date, but apparently they're going to televise the Razzie's this year. We don't know what channel it's going to be on. We don't know when it's going to be, but we do have the nominees.
0: (laughs) So let's go through it. I guess. Uh, Are you ready to do your picks?
2: Yeah, let me get my picks back up because I have them right here. There we go. All right, now I'm ready.
0: Okay, we begin from the uh, end of it. Uh, Razzie Redeemer Award. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is nominated for Hustlers. Eddie Murphy for Dolomite Is My Name. Keanu Reeves for John Wick uh, Chapter 3 and uh, Toy Story, Uh, Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems and Will Smith for Aladdin. Luke. Uh, well, this isn't the last
2: one. There's one below that, but we'll do that one next, I guess. Uh, right. What did I pick for Razzie Redeemer Award? Uh, oh, Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems is what I picked, right? Yeah. Yep. And I'm
0: going to pick Eddie Murphy. Dolomite is my name. Then we have worst reckless disgrace for human life in public property I love that <laughs> that's a very funny funny this is a, This is
2: clearly a one-off uh choice yes. like this is not going to be one next year but this is an option this year so uh why don't it's you go here. first
0: it's dragged across the concrete the haunting of sharon tate joker hellboy and rambo last blood all right uh
2: let's see i picked haunting of sharon tate
0: I did the same because that's an awful, awful movie.
2: I feel like they just made this category just for that movie is what I'm thinking, so... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why don't you do... Uh, worst Screenplay?
2: Worst Remake. Uh, yeah. Oh, Worst Remake. What order are we going <laughs> in here? This is the weirdest order ever. <laughs> um, We're going in the order that we fucking posted it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Because I'm looking at the the wiki and trying to follow along, and it's not working. Um, okay, so where uh, are we worst? Prequel? Prequel, yes. Okay. Uh. Uh, Dark Phoenix, uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Hellboy, uh, Medea Family Family Funeral, and Rambo Last Bru- Last Blood.
0: Yeah, I picked Dark Phoenix because that was an awful, awful remake.
2: And I went with Rambo because uh, there was a lot of political... uh, One side really liked it, one side really hated it. uh, Political sides. Mm. And I know how these people uh, vote at the Razzies, so I'm thinking Rambo. Do
0: worse screenplay as well then.
2: Okay. Uh, Worse screenplay. uh, Cats, uh, Lee Hall and Tom Hooper. Uh, The Haunting of Sharon Tate, Daniel Ferrandez... Uh, Hellboy, Andrew C- Cosby, *A Family Funeral*, Tyler Perry, *Rambo Last*, oh, and *Rambo Last Blood*, Matthew, Sir, Sirulink.
0: Yeah, and Sylvester so Stallone. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I uh, picked uh, *A Family Funeral*, <laughs> written by T- Taylor P- Perry, even though I haven't not seen it.
2: And I picked Hellboy, even though I have not seen it.
0: <laughs> okay. Then we have a uh, worst uh, screen combo. Any two half-feline, half-human, here, both cats, Jen, uh, Jason Derulo and a cgi <laughs> from cats. <laughs> Taylor Perry and Taylor la, la, la Perry, or Taylor Perry, M.D.F. Family Funeral, Sylvester Stav- uh, Stallone and his impotent rage from Rambo, Rambo Last Lot and John Travolta at any screenplay he accepts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, oh, yeah, I'm going first. I'm going to go John Travolta in any screenplay he accepts.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a very, very good pick, uh, Luke. Um, it... it it is but uh, uh, I picked any two half uh, feline half human hairball from cats because that's the worst thing I ever seen why don't you do worst supporting actress
2: uh worst supporting actress uh, Jessica Chastain for the Dark Phoenix, Cassie Davis for Medea Family Funeral Judy Dench for cats uh Vanessa Pineda for Rambo, Last Blood, never heard of her.
0: Uh, Rebel Wilson for Cats. Yeah, I did uh, Rebel Wilson from Cats.
2: And I did Cassie Davis from Medea Family Funeral. Yeah.
0: Uh, then we have West Worst Supporting Actor James Corden for Cats, Taylor Perry for Medea, Taylor Perry for Medea. <laughs> As to different characters, Joe and Uncle H- Heathrow, uh, Seth Rogan for Zero Will, I, didn't, never s- heard. I don't think I even heard of Zero Will, to be honest. I
2: just saw a thing for it. I think it just got onto, like, Amazon or something, so they were promoting it. Ah,
0: okay. Bruce Willis uh, for Glass. It feels like
2: Glass wasn't even this year, or last year, yeah. I mean, it feels like it was the year before, yeah. but... Uh, why don't you go first? Uh, James Corden for cats. He's awful. And I picked Tyler Perry for a Medea family funeral because I get two picks, right? Is that how that works? Or do I have to pick between <laughs> the two? <laughs> you have to pick. Between the two. Uh,
3: I'll
2: go uh, Uncle Heathrow, I guess. Yeah. I was hoping it's, I could slide by and, and get a
0: double. No. <laughs> it's a little like me last week uh, with saying that's this movie is going to win anyway. Then we have uh, worst actress Hilary Duff for the hunting of Sharon Tate uh, and Hathaway for Serenity, Francesca Howard for Cats, Taylor Prairie as Madea family, uh, Rebel Wilson for the hustle. And I went Hilary Duff, yeah, I did it as well. We totally fucking agree on that. That was. Awful, 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 awful thing she did.
2: Yeah, uh, Tyler Perry could win, I guess, just as a joke, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Worst actor: James Franco for Zeroville, David Harbor for Hellboy, Matthew McConaughey for Serenity, uh, Sylvester Stallone for Rambo: Last Blood, or John Travolta for The Fanatic.
0: And threading paint.
2: Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Yeah. I
0: agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, I'm picking uh, John Tololta. Uh Let's see. I'm
2: going to go McConaughey, I guess. Okay. Because that Serenity movie was really bad, and it deserves something Ooh. from the Ooh. Razzies.
0: <laughs> it's awful. Uh, then we have fr- worst director, Fred Durst for The Fanatic, James Franco for Zero Will, Adrian Grunberg for Rambo, Tom Hooper for Cats, and Neil Marshall for Hellboy. (coughs) Uh,
2: Let's see, where did I put Director? It's pretty far down the list.
0: Oh, it's up at the top. Okay.
2: Uh, Tom Hooper for Cats is what I picked.
0: Yeah, and I went Fred Durst for The Fanatic. That's probably a good pick, to (laughs) be honest. rolling,
2: rolling, rolling.
0: Sorry? That's probably a good pick. Yeah. I think yours is a good pick as
1: well. Yeah. uh,
2: This list, all these lists, make me kind of want to see Zeroville to see how bad this movie really is. But uh, the final one Worst Picture, uh, Cats, Deborah Howard, uh, The Fanatic, uh, Haunting, Oh, The Haunting of Sharon Tate, A Medea Family
0: Funeral, and Rambo Last Blood. Yeah, I went with uh, the real answer. I went with
2: cats. I'm going to go with the Fanatic. I feel like they might go for that one. Yeah. yeah. I think my real pick would be Haunting a Sharon Tate because that was my worst of the year last year. Right. But I don't know yeah. if they're going to pick that. I think they'll give those. I think they're going to give Hillary Duff the worst actress. So I don't think they're going to give it worst right. picture.
3: Yeah. All right.
0: So, that was our pick for uh, the Raspberry. So, we will tell you when we know when it is because we have no fucking clue. It
2: doesn't seem like they (laughs) know when it is, to be honest, bro.
0: (laughs) (laughs) True. But, we did an Oscar bet last week and I will go through who won and Luke will tell us who won uh, that uh, thing.
2: Yeah, this is just turning so, into a main topic, isn't it? Like, we're going to do a full main yes. topic length, I think. Uh, right, uh, let me go back t- to our picks. You go through the list, and, uh, starting with the original score, Fro? Uh, yep. I, Best original s- I, score? We don't need no, to go through original all- We just need to say...
0: Uh, yes. We just need to say who won. We don't need to go through the list again. I, I'm going to love uh, me again by, from Rocketman. Is
2: that? I think we did
0: original score,
2: not, or no? We did do original oh, song, right? Song. Uh, I picked Rocket Man, so I got a point there. Next one. Bet uh, international.
0: International. That was. Let me see. I Parasite. believe it was
2: Parasite. Yeah, and you got a point yeah. there, and I also got a point there.
0: Hmm. Next.
2: Uh, Best Documentary.
0: American Factory.
2: Uh, We both got a point there. This is at the beginning when we were both agreeing on everything, remember? Right. Uh, Best Animated Feature. Toy
0: Story 4. Uh,
2: Which I picked, and you picked, but then you changed your mind and went with Lost My Body.
0: Yeah, because you convinced me to. you. I guess
2: I convinced you.
0: I didn't try very hard.
2: Let's see. What's the next best adapted screenplay?
0: Jojo Rabbit for
1: Tatariki.
2: Right, and you had picked Jojo Rabbit, and for some reason changed your mind and went with Little Women.
0: Yep. And I picked Joker. And I even said, and I even made the joke on the fucking bad podcast last week. I will be so angry if children are it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oopsie! Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. I went with Joker, but neither of us got a point there. So, uh, yeah. Original screenplay next. Parasite? Uh, you got a point there. And I had said Marriage Story. Uh, best supporting actress. Laura Dern from Marriage Story. Uh, you had picked uh, Margot Robbie, and I picked Florence Pooh Puh, poo, mm-hmm. pow, Puh, Pau, whatever you say. Oh. I feel bad saying Puh, because I want to say Poo, and that just sounds mean. Um, oh. But it might be a real name, so who knows. Uh, Best Supporting Actor? Brad Pitt. Uh, I got a point there. Mm-hmm. I was actually impressed by that one. I really didn't think he was going to pull it off, but... Right.
0: Uh, best Supporting Actress. No, we did that. That was Laura Dern from Marriage Story. Oh, Best...
2: Actress. Oh, know.
0: Best Actress. Yeah, sorry. My bad. Ren- Renée Selbega for Judy.
2: I'd picked Johansson, and you had picked Theron. So no points.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, best Actor. Joking Phoenix. Fro gets a point there. Uh, I said DiCaprio. Yeah. Uh, Best director.
0: Uh, Yeah, Parasite.
2: Uh, Right, and neither of us got a point. You said uh, I had said Scorsese, and you said Sam Mendes, so no points there. Mm -hmm. And then best picture, Parasite. Uh, Fro went with Joker, and I went with 1917. Neither of us getting points there. If I add it up, one, two, three, four for Fro. One, two, three, four, five for me. Really close. But it looks like I won the Oscar bet you for the, the first time ever. I feel like it I gotta put an asterisk next to the win because we didn't do the raspberries at the same time. We usually do. Five. Right? And if we would have done both at the same time, would I still have won? I have no idea. So
0: we will find out <laughs> we will f- eventually
2: we don't know when but someday we will find out <laughs>
0: someday out there mm-hmm. yeah so yeah did so, you watch any
2: of the oscars or anything i didn't watch really any of it
0: uh no but i have never been so happy being wrong in my entire life because I loved Parasite. And, uh, yeah,
2: it was your best movie mm, of the year.
0: Yeah, it was my best movie of the year. And I was like, I was so happy that Joker won two prizes and Parasite almost like won all it was nominated in. Mm-hmm. All it was nominated in, it won. I was so freaking happy.
2: Yeah, and for it to win both so, uh, Best Picture and that, Best International, yeah. is that's never happened, never happened ever. Uh, yep. I really need to go see this movie. I ha-
0: yeah oh really
2: yeah, and it's probably back in theaters now that it won. So it'd be great to see it in the theater if I could, but we'll see yeah. if that actually happens. I'm terrible at going to the movies, so uh,
0: yeah. yeah, movie round. Yeah, I've seen two bad movies this week. Okay, why don't you start? I've seen Twenty One Bridges. Do you remember we're talking about this? Yes. Joking about not being 21 bridges out of New York or wherever they fucking are. Right, and then we figured out
2: that there actually was, but you had to, like, calculate one right. specific type of bridge or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: But this wasn't a good movie. Uh, it's a very... Uh, played by the book, the police dr- drama movie.
2: I feel like I saw this movie... Uh, I'm pretty sure I did, but I I can't remember.
0: Twenty-one Bridges? No, I don't think you've uh, seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it, it's it's very like po- police pro- procedural movie. It's not a good m- movie at all. All right. It's not well, as bad as the other movie I saw this week, but uh, I right, will still give it a score though. Four. Four. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, I saw another uh, movie also from last year,
0: uh, Wrestling with My Family. The Page. M- uh, movie, right? Everybody's been raving about that. I'm uh, so excited that you have seen it because I have n- absolutely no fucking interest in its movie. I.
2: It was funny. It had very good com, com- uh, comedic parts. the she, her, The person who plays her dad is the guy uh, from that Z- uh, Shaun of the Dead. He's one of the two guys from Shaun of the Dead. Oh. Uh, he plays the oh, dad, cool. and that he, he's, you know, a very good comedic actor, so he was able to pull that out of the movie. Uh, the worst part is that it's got The Rock in it, believe it or not, who's, like, probably the most famous yeah. actor in the whole thing, and he's the worst actor out of everybody, <laughs> which is kind of hilarious. Right.
3: Um,
2: there I found the story very cool, very interesting. Uh, moving at points, but it's super standard. Like every movie you've seen, like this, where like the rapper uh, is like the small town rapper who then makes it big, uh, but then somebody in their family or their crew, uh, feels betrayed because they're not spending as much time with them or whatever, and then they have to go back home and like make up with the per. It's glitter, it's the movie glitter with wrestling f- fro, right?
3: Right, yeah, uh.
2: So that, in that way, it's very standard. The acting was very good, it' pretty funny. The story is interesting if you like wrestling. It is a WWE movie, so it's not the highest quality of film. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. Um, But I would recommend it, because it's entertaining enough. I
0: gave it a six. Nothing great, hmm. nothing terrible. Well, I saw the feminist version of Charlie's Angel. Oh, wait. They are already a feminist version of Charlie's Angel, you say? Oh wait! There's always been a feminine version of the Charles Angels, you say? Oh, this is totally and without any charm, uh, wit, uh, cleverness, uh, anything at all. Why is this movie ever made? You say? That is what I saw this week. It is atrociously bad. This atrociously is, bad. So this is the two thousand nineteen
2: Charlie's Angels you're talking about? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's very confusing because there's so many of them at this point.
0: It is such a I I I like I I like the mopey girl from from uh, Twilight when she does other movies. Uh, okay. Than this movie. Uh, she's very good in in some movies actually. Okay. Uh. But, but this was just awful. I gave this a two. It's almost unwatchable. <laughs> okay.
2: Almost. Uh, I saw a movie, a documentary. Uh, I think it was a Netflix documentary, or it was just on Netflix. Uh, it was okay. called Cat the Meowvie. Okay. And it was about... Uh, online cat celebrities and like in you know Instagram cat celebrities so you know okay. but it, this was made after like Grumpy Cat had died so it's all like the cats wow. that came after Grumpy Cat like the uh, little little bubs and what are some other Bug. ones uh Nala there's all these different cats that you've heard of probably that are like famous <laughs> cats and it's the behind the scenes like uh with the people who are like the I guess the cat parents, and then it's also... Did,
3: uh, they, did they interview the cats?
2: No, they don't interview the... Well, the cats are in the interview, but they don't interview <laughs> the cats. But they do talk to, like, uh like the cats PR people. And, like, there's, like, there's talent agencies that are just for celebrity pets online, so they talk to this no. one lady who runs a... A, like a animal talent agency for c- celebrity online cats and dogs and birds and whatever else, so yeah, it's interesting in that way, but it's it's a pretty standard documentary, I'd recommend it I gave it a 5, because it's super standard, like, normal <laughs> documentary but the content is kind of interesting uh, especially if you like kind of online lore and everything else uh. it felt a little buzz feed, that's why I gave it a 5
3: uh.
2: Uh, uh, oh, oh, I'm pretty sure oh. they interviewed actually a person from BuzzFeed.
0: <laughs> what else did you see?
2: Uh, I saw another movie uh, with Alison Brie in it, and this was actually Alison Brie, not uh, the girl from <laughs> the fake not the girl from Alone <laughs> Together. Right? It was uh, this was actually the had Alison one. Brie in it. Right? <laughs> the fake Allison She's the fake. fake Alison Brie now. Okay. We will never ever find out what your real name is. I'm going to be called Horse Girl, which I totally recommend to you, Fro. Horse Girl. I gave this an... Eight- I gave this an 8.5. Uh. Whoa. I would compare this to Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind in a way. Ooh. Uh, it is... Mind. It's a lot of game. It's both about alien abductions. Uh, it's also about mental health. It's also about, like, uh, being an introvert, kind of, and things like that. Uh, I don't, Yeah. It's... What was it called? Horse Girl. Horse Girl with Alison Brie. It's on Netflix, distributed by Netflix, at least. Um, it is... I'm going to say it's polarizing, you're either going to really like it or you're really going to hate it (laughs) uh, because it's very artsy and abstract at at a point. Uh, But the way it was put together, the editing is something that I really appreciate because it's something I like to do. And the way they edited this uh, is amazing uh, from start to finish. So yeah, I definitely recommend this uh, Horse Girl. I'm surprised it doesn't have better scores than it does, but you check it out. Um, uh, this week or next week or something, Fro, and let me know what you think.
0: I definitely want to see if this is on Norwegian Netflix. Okay, yeah, sometimes... I, I found out, by the way, that Uncut Gems is not um, in, on American Netflix. So that was fun.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, there was some movie you said you watched last week, and I looked it up, and it's not out in America either. Uh, I don't yeah, know Uncut Gems, it was, was that some... I, I told uh, there was some something else, I think, from last week. I don't know.
0: I I said watch uh, Uncocked Gems. It's on Netflix. That's mm-hmm. what I said oh, okay. last week. So it must have been that. Yeah. Because it is on Norwegian Netflix. Horse Girl is on Norwegian Netflix. I'm putting it on my list.
2: Yeah, but everybody else look- check that out. Another Digital Citizen at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you
0: liked it or hated it. But look, do you want to talk about the movie I was supposed to see this week? Uh, sure. Why didn't you see it? Uh, I will tell you about that when we talk about Birds of Prey. This dude's made for walking. <laughs> can I help you?
1: Why, yes, yes, you can. I'm here to report a terrible crime.
0: I just love her as an actress, I just have to say. This one.
2: If somebody, if I was a security guard and some lady walked up with that hat and those glasses, I would be like, You're a criminal. I can already tell just by your outfit. (laughs) Right. You're not fooling anybody with the glasses.
3: I'm
0: trying to think if there's a Margaret Robbie movie I didn't like Suicide Squad? I'm about to learn that a lot of people Well, where she was bad I didn't like Suicide oh. Squad But she was good in it oh,
2: yeah. You just said if there was a movie you didn't like so there's.
0: Oh yeah, no With, with her
3: uh,
2: Like
0: I don't think she was Super good in Once A Time In Hollywood I don't even remember her in that And I just saw that like last week uh, she was Sharon Tate. Oh, right, okay. So cool.
2: She wasn't in it that- in the movie that much, that's die,
0: to very unpleasant death Looks like a very standard, uh... Cartoon, movie, movie. I mean, it just
2: looks like a lot of superhero movies to me, but this is like an anti- yeah. anti-hero super movie.
0: Psychologically speaking, right. vengeance rarely brings the catharsis we hope for. Yeah. Are we ready? You blow up you. I mean I think one of the reasons why it's dumb as bad as it has is because it's kind of the sequel to Suicide Squad and Suicide Squad was such an awful movie. Yeah, I mean you can't really do
2: any worse, right? I guess <laughs> is the is a good point. Right. And the wrong title. <laughs> yeah,
0: we will talk a little about that.
2: I mean, look at this. The, yeah. That's the title is wrong in this, but this uh, was posted mm-hmm. January 9th. That's like
0: a month ago. Right. You know, they changed the title of the movie after it came out to, to uh, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, instead of the long title
2: so easier for people to remember speaking of harley Bob. quinn birds of prey it's an open season yeah. on harley so quinn what
0: is what is this oscar might movie all about look almost didn't get to say that
2: <laughs> <laughs> open season it's open season on harley quinn when she ex- uh, her explosive breakup with joker puts a big fat target on her back unprotected and on the run quinn faces the wrath of narcissistic crime boss black mask his right-hand man, Victor Zaza, and every other thug in the city. So, yeah, it's got mm. 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, 60% on Metacritic, 83% of Google users like
0: this film. Cool. I went back to Rotten Tomatoes this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just did. Okay. Um, I found some very like short ones. Five stars from J.R.F. It was a good movie. Impressed that Holly could carry a movie. Alice L. said five stars. Ladies kick butt. Uh, Danny uh, Dang said three stars. This movie was stupid but entertaining. Damien D. said uh, four stars. Uh, felt more like a pilot episode for a series rather than a movie, but it was all right.
2: Uh, I went to the Facebook. Let's see, which one should I... I'm going to do Lisa Bruning first. She said she loved it. Uh, uh, she's strong, uh, stronger and crazier than Joker. Now all the single ladies can be Harley for Halloween because you don't need the Joker. I don't know where she's Me? been for like the last three Halloweens, but uh, all I've no. seen girls dressing up as is Harley Quinn. <laughs> so, Yeah. Hmm. Uh...
0: I think she's a little...
2: Behind the times? Yeah. She might be an older lady or something. Uh, I got Um, one from Stefan Afron. I tried to watch the whole movie. I I was trying to appreciate the style like I did with the Charlie's Angels movie. Uh, When the four women were going up against all those guns with only bats and brass knuckles, I knew it was time to leave.
0: Mm. So you liked Charlie's Angels but didn't like deaths?
2: He said he appreciated the style, uh, li- like Charlie's Angels, but uh, it wasn't realistic because they're using, like, brass knuckles up against people with, like, machine guns. And he's like, this is ridiculous, and he left.
0: So, yeah, I was supposed to see this. Uh, but, yeah, my my, uh, my movie-bower man got sick this week, so I didn't get to see it.
2: <laughs> I've got another one from Rob... Af- Arfrozo, frozo uh, I watched it and loved it, uh, was well-made with kick-ass realistic fighting scenes with R-rated language. Uh, if you go in with hate in your mind, uh, you're going to rip it apart, which is the way of the world. All these so-called movie critics just want to get exposure and famous and uh, oh, from hate. Uh, never listen to the critics.
0: Okay. Well, the critics are pretty... Um, yeah i mean anonymous about that that it was a good movie so
2: 79 percent on rotten tomatoes so i don't really know what he's talking
0: yeah no i don't think so either no other movies Uh, no uh movie bet this week because yeah we did the oscar thing Mm -hmm. uh hey i have read a book that made me cry this week uh if you go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen, that's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen, you can cry with me. Uh, because I got this freaking amazing book. I'm 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 stalling because I'm looking for it. Say something smart. Uh, I really like
2: Last night for uh, the primary, instead of watching MSNBC or CNN, I watched uh, Hill TV on YouTube. I watched their live coverage of the primary. And actually, the two co- the two main hosts of that show have a book out, bro. It's called The Populist Guide to 2020. A New Right and New Left are Rising. And I believe they're going to be on Audible pretty soon. The book's out, but the audio version, like, it just came out. So the audio version is going to be out in a few weeks. So if you want to go to audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen and get that in a few weeks, you can. But Fro has another suggestion, I think.
0: Did I buy enough time? <laughs> uh, you, you didn't. But but it is it's, it's uh, it is the the book from one of the girls that left the uh, West uh, back, uh, Baptist Church. Okay. Megan Phillips Roper, it's called. Uh, that's it's her bi. name. I found it. Okay. Right. Unfollow, a memor- memory of loving and leaving the Westboro Baptist Church. Unfollow. Uh, it's by Megan Phillips Roper. It is freaking MS Balls. Uh, that lady is super strong coming out of that church and tells uh, uh, about things that I didn't know about the church. And it, it is extremely moving, and it's uh, about how like people like to see what's in, right in front of them. Like wh- If you have a family that's inside of that church, and that is kind of your reality all the time, you don't have an uh, opportunity to go out because that's that's more or less what gets presented to you. Do you understand what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that uh, that book made me cry, and I, it's also read by the, her, uh, herself, and her voice is very, like, soothing and very oh. good, so okay. I, I recommend that book. It's fucking amazing. Anyway! I feel like I've been talking for six hours. Right.
2: <laughs> no, it's pretty. We're pretty much at a normal length of a show right now. But now we got to do the Jeremy round. Anything you got for the Jeremy round?
0: Not really. I've been super occupied with all other things. Oh, I know today. there's one
2: thing you sent me that I wanted to talk about, which is Elon okay. Musk and Facebook. Why don't
0: you go into that? <laughs> <laughs> it it is very <laughs> it, it was kind of funny, yeah, because uh, he 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 tweeted this week. Uh, what was it? Uh, he he said in the tweet. Uh, uh, it's delete lame. Facebook. That he, delete Facebook yeah.
2: because it's lame or
0: something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he said that in response of Sasha Baron Cohen's tweet because Sasha Baron Cohen has also been very against like facebook and things like that so i i found that amusing yeah
2: okay i posted some articles in the chat where you can check out the first one up there uh of the three a new documentary coming out fro about tupac uh a film called tupac the great escape from umc a filmmaker explains his theory that uh, Tupac Shakur escaped from a Universal me- university medical center in Las Vegas after he was shot. Uh, the movie is about Tupac actually escaping from the university medical center here in Vegas and relocating to Mexico, the director says. Uh, he, he's been getting protection from a Navajo tribe. That's what this documentary is about. That sounds interesting,
0: doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it's not as boring as the other documentary that I sent you. Greta Thunberg is going to make a new documentary for the BBC. Like a TV, the right. yeah, a TV documentary. Right. Yeah, TV documentary. I mean, it could be good. I Who knows? Ra- I would rather see this documentary about Tupac being alive,
2: though. Right. I feel like the Greta Thunberg thing is going to just be the Al Gore movie part, like TV version. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden calls a a lady in the crowd... uh, Again, calling people names. I don't know why he's not doing better, Fro, but he called her a lying dog-faced pony soldier.
0: Hmm. (laughs) Uh, What does that that, mean, exactly? Not the smartest thing to call somebody.
2: Biden's spokesperson said the line comes from a John Wayne film, but it's not clear that it does. Hmm. There is a 1952 Western called The Pony Soldier but it doesn't star John Wayne and no one is called a lying dog face pony soldier in it according to Slate <laughs> so his campaign is saying oh he, he called her that because he took it as, he took it from a, a John Wayne movie that's what his campaign said somebody did a little research there is no John Wayne movie where they say uh, somebody is a lying dog face pony soldier so uh, I guess they're lying dog face pony soldiers at the Biden campaign
0: do you know what came out this week that I were, I have not had uh, the time to watch, even though it's just two episodes of it. What? It's a documentary called "The Witness" about Jehovah's Witness. It's on my list of things that I need to see this week. Do you know what it's on, uh, or is it
2: American? Is it British,
0: or I I, I think uh, I think it is. Uh, uh, American the witness.
2: Right. Speaking of which, Jehovah's Witnesses are reportedly under investigation by Pennsylvania Attorney General. Uh, according to them, uh, it is believed to be a uh, there's al- allegations of widespread child uh, child abuse and child sexual abuse allegations uh, within the church. Uh, they're being investigated by the. Pennsylvania Attorney General, I guess. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me see. It was... Uh, I'm looking at their IMDb page right now. Do you think it's us there?
2: What? About The Witness? Yeah. It should. It should under, like, uh, who put out the show.
0: Is it under details?
2: Oh, I have no idea.
0: I will link you to it. How about that? Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I really want to see this documentary, especially after what you said there. Uh, it's it's uh, on my short list of, of CBS. things. CBS. Oh it. wait, no, that's CBS. No, that's not right because that's
2: from huh? 1960. Apparently, in 1960, there was a show called The Witness on CBS.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I sent you the the link to the IMDb page. Okay, I'll check it out. But yeah, uh, it's two hours, so, and it has a very high rating. It has a 9.3 out of 10. But I just saw that it, it was out, and I really wanted to see it. Oxygen? Uh, Oxygen. Oxygen Network, yeah. Oh, okay. You know, I find that uh, uh, very interesting. Uh, In YouTube things, it's been pretty quiet this week. No, no huge super things. Oh, Papa John's on H3H3.
2: But other than that, yeah. Did you see the Papa John uh, podcast yet? No. Pretty good. I'd say check it out. It's interesting. You remember the whole thing that happened with Papa John? With the racist thing and all that? Right. he yeah. was called a racist and everything. He, they go all into like what really happened behind the scenes, uh, kind of like a corporate coup against him to take away his company, and it, it's pretty interesting. And then he rate he rates uh, pizzas, and that's pretty fun. So yeah, I'd check that out. Uh,
0: what did you think about the me- in the memorial thing? Let's talk two seconds about that because uh, they they skipped some names about. For example, Luke Perry, that was actually nominated for an uh, Oh, from the
2: Oscars, right. I was like, the in-memory, I don't know what he's talking about. The Oscars thing, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, uh, Luke Perry was in a movie that was Oscar nominated, so Mm -hmm. that's kind of funny. Uh, Also, they uh, had an all-time low uh, TV rating, so what do you think about that?
3: Uh,
2: the low TV rating, I'm not really surprised by. Uh, them m- missing out on people in, in the thing. I think it's happened in the past, so I'm also not really that surprised by that, but uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't think people want to sit through five hours of people talking uh, about how great they are. They all are, you know? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, Logan Paul... Uh, Oh, let's talk two seconds about this. So Logan Paul, uh, 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 one of the Paul brothers, has uh, uh, challenged Antonio Brown to a boxing match. Because that's how you do it nowadays. Mm -hmm. And and the rumor is that Antonio Brown and Logan Paul will box each other. You know who Antonio Brown is, right? Is he the tech guy? No, Antonio Brown is is a is a is a is a football player. I'm, I'm oh, okay. surprised that I know that. Yeah, I, no, I, I know Who am I thinking?
2: Of? I'm thinking of something brown. the The guy who's the YouTube tech guy.
0: Yeah, but no, Antonio yeah. Brown is very very big and very Afro American. I think if you Google his face, you have definitely seen him before. But yeah, no. Three days ago, uh, Logan Paul came out with a diss track <laughs> on Antonio Brown, and Antonio Brown didn't like that. He he went uh, to his like uh, Facebook feed and and like yelled at him and was going to sue him for gimmick infringement and things like that. So.
2: <laughs> I was thinking of Marquez Brownlee that's who I was thinking of the oh. tech, tech YouTube guy Yeah. Uh, right. uh, here's something that happened online go ahead and check that article out Fire Chuck Todd trends after MSNBC anchor quotes article comparing Bernie Sanders supporters to brown shirts if anybody doesn't know what the brown shirts were it was like the Nazi paramilitary <laughs> Nazi. troop yeah. people yeah. right uh, let's see if I can find the quote Uh, here's what he said. No other, uh, this is what Chuck Todd said. No other candidate has anything like this sort of digital brown shirt brigade. I mean, except for Donald Trump. The question no one is asking is this. What if, if, uh, what if you can't win the presidency, presidency without an online mob? Uh, What Hmm. if we now live in a world where we have, we're having bullying, agro social media army running around popping Anyone who sticks their heads up is either an important ingredient or a critical maker of success. So, yeah, he compared Bernie Sanders supporters to Nazis. We've gotten to that point, bro.
0: Hooray! Hey, coming up next week, Luke, we will do Messiah episode 7 review. We will do a Messiah episode 8 review. We will do episode 9 review. And an episode 10 review. So, watch it, people. Watch it, if you want to follow that. We will do another digital review of the most anticipated movie of all time, Sonic the Hedgehog. I think it was my number
2: five on my list of most anticipated, (laughs) but sure.
0: No, it's the most anticipated movie of all time.
2: (laughs) I'm actually looking forward to
0: it. I'm looking forward to it as well. But I was also looking forward to see cats, so... <laughs> right, think, yeah.
3: Think,
2: yeah, right.
0: you're right, you're right. It, it's, it's kind of in the same reason why... why why so. It could really
2: go either way, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, our main topic is going to be about... Uh, Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Like, you know, every time I say that name, I think of PewDiePie. Is that kind of wedge? Oh, I miss PewDiePie.
2: You don't think yeah. about it until, like, uh, weeks later. And then I, the other day I was searching around, like, on YouTube. Right. Uh, and I was like, oh, P- oh, there's no PewDiePie movie, or video. All right. It's been over
0: four weeks now. Yeah. It's almost a little wedge.
2: No, not really. I mean, he's been doing it for so long every single day. I think he deserves a No, off. no.
0: Yeah. I agree, I just miss him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. But yeah, we will, we will do, uh, main topic is Peter Judge uh, in the CIA. And we will also talk about other weird things we found, find out about him the coming week. But uh, it's our favorite segment, what is going to happen in the next week. Um, I'm going to say it this week. Uh, Maxwell is going to be found. See, I stole one of yours. hmm hmm uh-huh. So now you can't say that. So you have to find out something else to say. Um, I had a very funny one. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, th- they find out that everybody is going to have the same time in the entire world. So they're going to try to make the clocks... Uh, be the same thing all over the world, so when it's 8 o'clock here, it's 8 o'clock everywhere. Okay. Uh, Okay? (laughs) That's a very good guess. (laughs) And the last thing is that we'll find out that Skype really, really uh, uh, records everything and sends it to the CIA.
2: Uh, I'm going to say, if we find out that uh, Mark Zuckerberg actually is a lizard person, uh, (laughs) uh, I'm going to guess that Tom Perez, uh, something happens with Nevada, and Tom Perez, the DNC chairman, has to quit. That's a far off one. And Mm. I guess... There's going to be some other religion. Let's say Scientology is going to get in trouble for uh, little kids being molested. Because th- there's going to be another religion there with, uh, coming up. Right. So I, th- I think it's going to be Scientology.
0: I don't think Scientology is kind of in the molesting mode. They are in the more... Like, exploit people for money. What scares money, me then, about
2: Scientology is like, we've seen a lot of documentaries, like, years ago, but now we have no idea what's going on in there. They've, like, you know right. what I mean? They've completely hidden out, and that scares me more than when we knew stuff.
0: No, that that's true. It's always the people in the shadow you should be fucking scared about. Yeah, totally. It's not the people, it's not the people that actually tells you where you live. Like, where do you live and what's your name? My name is Luke from the United States. My name is Fro, and I'm from Norway. Goodbye, everybody.
2: Goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye, citizen.